2: Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Greetings trashlings and welcome back to another intergalactic episode of Space Trash.
2: Lost stars of the rich and Uranus and I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Malshine.
0: Now we've got a special surprise standing in the kitchen, smashing plates around Is Nicholas McDade, the f- world's foremost Lay Miz fan. Nick, suggest so uh, a song from Les Miz that isn't Do You Hear the People Sing or Master of the House. I, I
1: Dreamed a Dream.
0: I Dreamed a Dream. And so Sarah, you are going to be singing a song, a review to the tune of I Dreamed a Dream.
2: Okay, this is, um, a dream to dream, uh, retitled, always insightful, funny, and entertaining. Oh, you... Love catching all of the podcasts. You should definitely tune in. You laugh so hard and learn more about astrology and yourself. Oh. Oh. That's that's all the review was. Thank you, Liz. That's my friend Liz. That everybody, was beautiful. Uh, everybody listen to that on repeat if you want to hear good singing. Um, But uh, honestly, Molly, it was kind of short. If you want to now pick up where and the tigers come at night. like You okay. can do that other part of my junior dream. This one's from Emmy for Real.
0: It was left on May first, twenty twenty-one. In the words of Mariah Carey,
2: Thank God I found you.
0: I was lost without you. Yo. I almost made it to that really
2: top note. Did you think that was good? (laughs) It was Emmy for real. Emmy and Liz, we have the greatest trash cast squad that we could ask for. Share the pod. Do you want to hear your friends talking about Good thoughts that they're getting from the pod, share it with them. And if you want to hear us sing your review, you might have to get that. It makes no sense. If you want to hear us sing your review, fucking review. Leave a review
0: and we will sing it to the tune of a Lay Miz song. I can't and wait I- for you to listen
2: back to your rendition. Why? No, it, it fell Broadway, is all I'm saying. I went to. i went to another place you went no it was really like yeah i loved it i fucking loved it i think this is the best segment that we've ever done yes and
0: jess if you're listening to this please let me know if you heard it and if you thought that i did a good job because you're the only person i ever want to impress while i'm singing well
2: even if i wasn't on the list
0: you impressed me well no i want to impress you too obviously Jess is the big account man you never heard her sing defying gravity Okay,
2: get her on the pod, do Define Gravity, but of one of our reviews. Sarah, how's your day? Uh, It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. We've got two hilarious little doggies upstairs, sort of human vacuums, if you will. They just eat and poop, and uh, they like the floor clean. They're the hungriest dogs in town.
0: Well, Nick and I had a very funny
2: premature husband and
0: wife moment today because I was like... So I was getting my eyebrows and eyelashes done today. It looked so good. Thank you. By Beth of the London Dolls. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. And she owns Oscar's mom. And I was like, okay, I'm really overdue for Botox. I haven't had it in like six months. Like it's been a long... Basically, I don't have it anymore. So I said to Nick, I was like, I think I'm going to go back and get Botox tomorrow. And he just immediately started ranting about pensions. Wow. (laughs) He was like... We had a call about pensions, and they're going to put this much in mine, but I can't put any in yours, and you've got to start contributing to her pension. Because if you don't, if you don't work for 20 years in the UK, you can't get any pension, which means you get no retirement money, like, from the government. So, like, I think I have to get a job.
2: I mean, first of all, there's hacks around everything i you are an international celebrity it's just happening it's just in process so i don't know like just celebrities get pensions they don't need it because they're rich okay well i think that's more the way that i think just tell nick to relax a little bit the the, the beauty here is there's going to be like one side pension but no need for tension the other side's going to be stupid rich celebrity <laughs>
0: We are really going to be doing like a one-topic pod today because we were very scared. I mean, I was very scared. I was sitting in my eyebrow and eyelash appointment being like, what the fuck are we going to talk about on the podcast
2: today? The only thing I cared about talking about on the podcast today was something that we cut from last episode that I want to be on record for.
0: Okay. What do you want to be – okay. Also, by the way, we didn't cut it.
2: We just couldn't find the file. We couldn't find the royal we. It was chaotic chaotic last time because – my hotel in very retrograde fashion on the last day of retrograde, I had nowhere to record. So I kept having to change rooms. I ended up in the pool. So, right, we lost a few clips in there. But what I wanted to say was while we were talking about Whoopi and saying that, like, she has a lot of Jewish friends, like, and we do think she's too edgy for the view. I do think that she's going to leave. I want, I, and I said this last week, but I want to be on record for it that the only thing about whoopie that gave me pause was that when the mel gibson stuff was happening she defended mel she said mel's not anti-semitic she he's an alcoholic which as you and i both know as teetering the line of alcoholics we know that like when we get crunk we're not we're we if anything, we're more loving. I'm getting crunk being like, Molly, I'm so grateful for you. The Space Crash podcast and our long-term friendship has changed my life. Like, if anything, right. we 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 consider alcohol like an honesty serum. So her saying he's not anti-Semitic, he's an alcoholic, to me was a little bit um that always Strange. has stuck in my mind as like, gee, you know, that is the wrong. You could say he's also an alcoholic, and he was raised by a father who was head of the National, the Holocaust Never Happened Society, and so that's you could you could say he's a good guy otherwise. But to sort of just to sort of just ignore all of the blatant anti Semitism and say it's it chalked up to alcohol has always kind of been uncomfortable for me. Last week I was like, ah, we we couldn't find that clip. Who cares? Like, whatever. We we had a point yeah. about Whoopi, which is that ultimately the point about Whoopi last week was that we don't think she's coming back to the View. We think this will be the end of Whoopi at the View, but. Then it came out that she, in very Tegan fashion, wrote a cookbook uh many ago where she has a Jewish American princess fried chicken recipe where oh, yeah, you told me about when it. When you read through it, it is a pretty scathing uh takedown of what obviously she thinks that, and it's written from her, right? So 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 Chrissy had the confidence and the you know the ignorance to actually put brown urine in her cookbook in an attempt to take down Stodden.
0: courtney we- staden yeah we we'll she, did
2: the same she said some
0: really weird thing about and Courtney Stodden it was really bizarre and Courtney Stodden was still a minor at that point like, Why well,
2: put that in a cookbook well this was a sort of similar thing like it is pretty insulting it's like she's really attacking and then it, it kind of I, I guess like the point that I ultimately came to in trying to justify my own whoopy love for what is actually she's not doing like the cookbook actually is, I guess, arguably anti-Semitism unless you want to make the point of like, I have so many Jewish friends. Like, okay. Well, here's
0: funny. my question. Here's my question. When was the book, when was the cookbook written?
2: That's a great question. Let me pull it up right now. Hold on.
0: Because I feel like, so she wasn't, and I'm not making excuses. I'm trying to think of what right. would be. I'm thinking. on the same page.
2: Like I, okay. It was, it was written in 1993 and it was Jewish American princess fried chicken.
0: And the, basically the whole joke was, oh, she hands it off to her servant for it to get made.
2: It was like, so, yeah, so it was all about like, send your servant, send your chauffeur to your favorite butcher shop, save the brown paper bag, you know, uh, have your cook melt equal parts butter, you know, so, so she's basically saying that, and, and, and I guess my take on it as a Jewish person was that she is making a, uh, a, a comment on, I don't think, here's what, here's what I said to you. And I and I mean it. I don't think Whoopi's necessarily like anti-Semitic, but I do think she might hate every Jew in Hollywood that she's had to kiss ass to in order to get where she is today. And she might just be like, well, she might think of all the Jews as the Republican Jews and all the Jews as the Beverly Hill Hollywood Jews. And in that case, it is a poor, it is maybe why people hate Jews in general. Okay.
0: I think the late 80s, early nineties, 90s, 90s was a uniquely... Like, it was a weird time because it was a time when making fun of Jewish American princesses was mainstream. There was a sketch mm-hmm. on SNL called Jewess Jeans. It was like Jordash and it was like making fun of Jappy girls. Now, I don't think people talk about Jappy girls as a thing anymore. I
2: haven't heard it. Like, well, only I actually, time- that was the one book proposal that I never followed through with was like how, basically like how to be a broke Jap. That was like going to be my book. Like, how to. That's really funny. Uh, broke. Oh, it was a Broke Japs Guide to Getting What You Want. But so I think that's really funny.
0: But I think maybe like Whoopi was, she wasn't making fun of Jewish people as a whole. She thought she was making fun of this one specific type of person. Which is who also- she is
2: around. Like that is the Jews that she would know from her, her decades-long career would be the Beverly Hills Jews who are the Jappiest. I
0: guess, yeah. I don't know. I mean- I think she's clearly got a little bit of some, some wires. There's a little
2: resent. There's, there's a, there's an undertone of, so like, it's like, and and you know what it is? It's sort of like, I don't think that she's like walking around going like, I hate the fucking Jews or like, Oh, the fucking Jews again. But I think that like, there is an, uh, cause even in the comments that she made on the view, it wasn't that she, it's almost like she wanted to like step over the whole Jewish conversation. Like, it's almost like she she's even with the 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 Mel Gibson thing, it's like it, it doesn't matter it, like uh if he's an alcoholic or not like at the end of the day he was directing all of his created right. have- intoxicated hate towards the Jews.
0: the problem with both of these things with her with what she said on the view with her defending Mel Gibson with her. Writing that cookbook recipe is, I think it's like minimizing a real problem, which is anti-Semitism. We have two other corrections to make. First, I have an addendum, which is Joe Rogan's racist video didn't come out until after we put the episode up last week. So we just, you know, for the record, don't condone any of that. And then a correction, Joy Behar is not Jewish. this was...
2: A breaking news moment for me. She's not
0: Jewish. I mean, she and
2: screams the reason, Jewish to me. Doesn't she doesn't she seem Jewish to you? Her, Her husband, husband is Jewish. Okay. She's Italian apparently. When people aren't, especially if they're not from New York or LA or Miami basically, The first, like every Uber driver in every other city I've ever been in has been like, are you Italian? Are you Greek? Are you Italian? They always think I'm either Greek or Italian. And it's like, I'm Jewish. And they're like, oh, no, I'm just kidding. But they'll be like, oh, they'll be like, oh, oh. The only thing that people ever ask me if I am is Italian or Greek. Mm. Jewish? No, Italian. Okay. Wow. Gun to your head. Quick answer. What Jew gets cast on The View? Who's the Jew they need? Sarah Armour. Oh. Agreed. Next. Yes, I'm available.
0: Molly and I will both be getting jobs. Now we're going to talk about the main thing that happened, which is this cover story on Kim Kardashian West. And we're also going to sprinkle in a little bit of Julia Fox's interview on Call Her Daddy. Now, I love this profile on Kim. It really just fills my heart with old media joy. It makes me so happy to see this incredibly well written profile and the fact that this is this is making an impact. No Instagram post, TikTok, real, whatever can do what this Vogue cover story is doing. Yeah. And the thing that I love about it is it sort of reminds us how old school. Kim and Kanye's approach to media actually is no matter how much they might think they're changing things. And I am reminded of the first ever Space Trash Book Club book selection, which we will finish reading someday. House of Hill. I will have it read to me on my phone. Right. By Richard Oppenheimer, because he spends a lot of time talking about Elizabeth Taylor's ill-fated marriage to Nick Hilton not Nikki Hilton, the man who Nikki Hilton is named after. They had a complete PR marriage and a PR divorce. And Nick Hilton was a socialite. He had no job. Elizabeth Taylor, similar to Kanye West, was a genius in her field of entertainment, acting for her, rapping for him. And really like I don't know. For
2: him, actually, I think he's a better producer than anything.
0: Yeah, I guess. And also like his rhymes are really funny. Yeah, That's really he's the, great. Yeah, he's not like Kendrick or Eminem yeah. where you're listening to it and being like, whoa, it's more like, yeah. But so I, I'm just saying with this Vogue cover, it just reminded me as much as we think that they're breaking new ground with the Balenciaga sp- uh, partnerships and everything, they are replaying this media playbook that's as old as hollywood itself and i
2: fucking so actually i'm curious about though can so as like a media as a media expert like with like taking it out of the kanye kim or even nick and liz like what is the like step by step to how to do a a a media divorce you know what i mean like what are the like like first is this then is this then is like how like in what way are they walking through the template? Okay. So they are
0: doing a larger than life one. Most people, what they do is start getting photographed without the ring on, start getting photographed separately, sort of like putting the idea out there so that people are sort of starting to get used to it. Then you drop that we've talked about this part. You drop the press release on a day when it's either the Super Bowl or Thanksgiving Eve or New Year's Eve, something where there's no reporters on the clock and it's going to get buried. Um, And then, you know, you debut the new partner in six months to a year. So they're not following that blueprint. They're following the media bonanza blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like Nick and Elizabeth, Nick Hilton and Elizabeth Taylor, they had tie ins to her movie that was coming out at the time, Father of the Bride. You know, Father of the Bride with Steve Martin is a remake of Elizabeth Taylor joint. And they, they tied it into that. They were like, You're watching Liz Taylor get married on the silver screen. Now buy these newspapers and do this, this, and this to watch her get married in real life. And it was like yeah. Conrad Hilton, Nick Hilton's father, worked hand in hand with, I think it was MGM or it might have been 20th Century Fox, whoever the music movie studio was that was promoting her film at the time was working hand in hand with Conrad Hilton planning this wedding to get maximum PR for both entities for the movie studio and the Hilton family. Wow. And Nick Hilton is someone who was famous for being famous, but of course he didn't get shit on for it because he was a man. And he didn't have a sex tape, but he had, you know, the 1950s equivalent of a sex tape. Like all of his business was in the media twenty four seven and he had no discernible job. So and
2: a this real PR divorce.
0: Right. So this really is just history repeating itself. I mean, when we get to this book, it's insane. Jaja Gabor married his father for a little bit and then hooked up
2: with Nick. Like we'll get into Ja-ja. it. Every wow. Time. Yeah. I can't wait to do that. Um, that like recap because all those charts together is going to be so interesting. Like I, I, right. I, now I'm like dying to look up Jaja. I want to see all the charts. And what I do think is, um, I mean, it is, it, I think what we're seeing is the age old, like what they try to tell you, even like my mother's been trying to tell me and I'm like, don't tell me this. this. didn't work for you. But it's like marriage is business. Like at the end of the day, that that's what it is. It is like you're, you're, you're joining assets with someone. And I think that every step of the way, and it's interesting too, because I feel like even in this Kim and Kanye divorce, and we can get more into it, you know, as we, as we, we're, we're going to have a guest later. We're going to talk it all out. But it's like, no matter how crazy he gets or how contentious it appears to be at the end of the day they're doing nothing but supporting each other
0: right they're both blowing each other what else is going on right now nothing else is
2: going on right
0: now yeah and, nothing no one gives a shit about anything and I think well actually joe rogan and whoopi goldberg last week but now it's now that's like blown out of the water because now that
2: we've added our addendum we've it's really tired
0: right exactly and then at the same time we've got julia fox going on call her daddy which seems like new media but it's really not it's an in-depth interview this would have been a radio show you it know a radio show. back in the liz taylor days so and also have to say kim is a lifelong devotee of elizabeth taylor so like i'm sure kim has studied elizabeth taylor's playbook of having nine gazillion divorces well i mean i think at, that, you know? at this point
2: like you know for kim who's you know an icon in and of herself. I think Liz, if anyone is going to make her feel better about the amount of divorces she is now having and going to end up eventually having under her belt, it's like, yeah, she's right. one of the greats. A lot of divorces. This is
0: Kim's third divorce. Elizabeth Taylor had, I believe six. Okay. So she's got a few more to look forward to. Yeah. And the thing is, so Kim was married to Damon Thomas, Chris Humphreys, Kanye West, Elizabeth Taylor was married to Eddie Fisher, a bunch of other people. I can't remember all their names, Larry something. And she was married to Richard Burton twice. So of Kim's three prior husbands, who do you think is the one he's she's most likely to remarry? Kanye. Yeah, definitely.
2: Obviously, this relationship isn't even close to over. And um, yeah, I, I think that even in this, I think that he has been as crazy as his like act outs and all of the things, all of his shenanigans are, I think the one thing that he has made abundantly like is he's motherfucking obsessed with her. He loves her and he is hurting and he created this whole scenario. And I think that, I mean, and I was right. He's, a, they're both Pisces moons. So they both are oh. visionaries. They both are very like spiritually attached. And, I think the thing about Pisces moons is that, like, aside from being just, like, you know, psychic and super sensitive, like, they understand that love will never die. You know, like, right. I think that, like, there's always, um, like, a, a you know, an ability to restart things when it comes to the Pisces moon nature because Pisces is the sign of, of death, right? It's a sign of the subconscious. It's regeneration. Wait, I thought Scorpio is the sign of death. Well, Pisces is the sign of, like, purgatory, yeah right i mean they they both they both carry elements of death but Mm -hmm. it's it's like pisces is right it's like pisces is purgatory pisces is you know scorpio is death and rebirth death and rebirth pisces is more yeah purgatory that liminal space between between
0: so okay um i i also just want to say since you mentioned how they're both visionaries Real quick to dip into the Julia Fox interview. Sort of, I mean, Julia is our girl. This is established. We're bullish on Julia. But, um, I mean, first of all, she couldn't have known that Kim's Vogue cover was coming out. Like, it is an embarrassing week to be on Call Her Daddy while your married boyfriend's wife is on the cover of Vogue. It's, it's, not, it's not the best PR timing. But, hey, you know, you can't win them all. We still love her. One thing that kind of bothered me a little bit Um, I loved that she said, yeah, I've worn similar looks to Kim. I knew at the time I had worn it and I knew Kim had worn it previously. And she said it didn't bother her, but which I think is great. Like, yeah, Kim is the biggest trendsetter in the world. Yeah. I'm going to be wearing the same things as her. Everyone in Hollywood pretty much has then. But then she said, if anything, I think the conversation should be like, wow, it's amazing to see how heavily influenced Kim was by Kanye claiming she added claiming she's filled the role of West's current muse and it's like girl we're trying to get away from Kanye invents women like you're devaluing kim and yourself by saying this yes but okay so i know yes but i know what also kim by is. the way it's not just that she's worn things that kim has worn or kim's boots she wore Kim's her literal, literal prom, shoes, and she, her 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 figure looks very similar to Kim's. That's all I'll say.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, and it doesn't. I mean, in yeah. comparison. There's no comparison about who the actual like Julia does look like. She is in costume. Like she does look amateurish in comparison. But I guess what I will say is that you know. I think that Kim absolutely got major style lessons and inspiration and And took a huge page from the Kanye influence book. But I think that number one, they developed it together. I mean, it's not like when you look back at the old Kanye catalog, like he wasn't dressing Amber Rose like that. And like Amber Rose and Kim have nothing to do with each other. Right. And like even visually, like if you look at his old albums, I mean, there was nothing more like sort of flagrant and colorful and like, you know, the whole graduation series the the first three albums are all like flamboyantly colored and you know sort of the equivalent of the going out tops of the album album covers if you will right wow incredible analogy it's just what it is right but i i think that what julia i think that she's smart to say that and i think at the end of the day she knows at the moment who's who she who she is calling daddy which is our boy con yay because i i think that that it's if she didn't address the fact that being with him, that's not how she dresses. We have tons of images of Julia Fox arguably looking better than she looks when she goes out with him dressing herself. Right. And her style. This isn't her style.
0: And-, and Kim didn't start dress, start dating Kanye and start dressing like Amber Rose and dressing like his fiance that he was with before Amber Rose. It's not like
2: Kim. Is no, but I think that he blueprint. I think that Kanye. I know the type. I know Kanye's type, and I know that dating Kanye, I don't think she has an option of what to wear. I think she walks into the room and he goes, here's what we're doing tonight. Here's the look tonight. And I think that he really is acting in the role for Julia even more so than he did Kim because I don't think he actually is in love with Julia. I don't think they're in love with each other. I think that they are both going through divorces And I think Julia made that comment a few weeks ago, apologizing for what she said about her ex, where she actually made a very vulnerable comment, which was to say that the only reason I said it is because I was hurt. Not that you weren't spending time with our child, but that you didn't want to spend time with me anymore. So she's still in love with her ex too. I I think that that's that's what I got out of the Call Me Daddy interview that she was basically saying like, look, he and I are both going through heartbreaks and it's nice to have a companion to like play with. It's like, they seem like playmates, but there's no doubt in my mind that when they hang out, I mean, when you see the picture of her and her friends with all the like mini Balenci or mini uh, Birkin bags, it's like they're all wearing the same outfit. It's like for Kanye, he is basically saying, Welcome to my creative studio. This is what we're wearing tonight. I mean, even that feud that she got in in Paris when the woman describes what going up to the table was like, she's like they were all wearing black, they all had black nail polish and black lipstick and they were wearing black eye masks. It's like he's dressing them. And whereas with Kim and Kanye, I go, well, no,
0: I don't think he's dressing all of them. I think a lot of them are trying to dress the way they think he's going to like because I know damn well that if you texted me and were like, "Yo, I'm dating Kanye," uh come hang out at Lucien, I would be putting on a head to toe black bodysuit.
2: Right, right. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't necessarily think right. He's not like, hey, I've got a whole I've got a whole studio for all your girls to come get dressed in. But I do think he is controlling enough to say, make sure they're wearing all black. I just
0: wanna say I think the real story here is women are sick of picking their clothes out. <laughs> and when we meet a straight man who's gonna be like, I like this, I, wear this. Okay. I'm gonna be like Oh, I'm down. I'm fucking sick of it. And especially if it looks off the wall and insane and I never would have picked it myself. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I am done. I like I've been picking this shit since St. Peter's dances. I am done. I am out of going out tops. If you're going to find me some black velvet gloves and be like this is fashion, I'm doing it. No, I mean it's on board. And for men it's fun. It's like dressing a Barbie doll. For us, yeah. it's like, oh God, I have to leave the house and look hot. No, but dude. also professional, but also respectable. Like
2: this is too hard. you understand how much the space trash merch means to me? I know because I don't wear anything else. And I can argue like the same way I guess that Kanye could be like, yeah, like this is the, this is we're a creative couple and the brand is how we dress. I'm like, it's like I, the justification for wearing only our merch aside from the fact that now I just don't have to think about what to wear and it's just what I wear. But it's also like I can justify it in terms of business. It's like the truth is every single time I wear one of these, uh, like I wear my Gemini shirt, I wear my cancer shirt every single Every single barista, every single cashier, I am giving out the space trash merch a link to every single person because everybody. It it is like a talking point. It's the best, like 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 direct to customer uh tool that I have just to wear merch. But low key, it's a real relief to not have to dress myself. It's like no, but wearing it's for business. You're the Kanye, and I'm the Kim because (laughs) I'm just wearing black turtlenecks all day, right? But I'm like, no, we got to push the brand. But at the end of the day, I do think that you know you are in many ways in in certain ways, actually it's the opposite, which is that you're the Kanye and I'm the Kim because it's like, at the end of the day, most of the things that are designed, even though this Gemini ones, it's a straight armor, but like for the most part, like you've designed most of them. So it's like, you're kind of the like mastermind behind the look. And I'm I'm a gorgeous model showing up with my figure rocking our shit. That's true.
0: But no one would ever think that I'm the less bipolar one.
2: When in fact. <laughs> and you know what? They thought that I showered more too. They, no, no one thought you showered wasn't more than dad me. Didn't, remember you did the poll? Who do who they think showered more? They thought I showered oh, okay, more. Okay, so they were right about that. LOL. <laughs>
0: was that loud? I. No. Okay, I just dropped my mic because I was so scared that people would think I wasn't going to shower. When I was getting my eyebrows done today when I was leaving, I was like, oh, I'll come in at three tomorrow for the for the bar talks. And I was like, Oh, but then I have to wash my, I have to shower at this time and this at that time. And she was like, she was like, you can take a shower. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I meant like, when should I work out? Because you're not supposed to right. wash your face after you get your eyebrows done. So I was like, no, 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 I know. I'm just, and now I'm like, oh my God. Now she like thinks I don't shower. That's funny. It's okay. I
2: think I, I, at the very least it's sort of on trend. For the whites,
0: yeah. So, okay, I know it's it's embarrassing. Um, so okay, Julia and Kanye, he went out with this other girl. I'm not gonna learn her name because she, but she looks like Kim. They went she wasn't to know meant Google.
2: to be enough. She was meant to be a Kim Standin. There's no name,
0: right? So, like, she looks exactly like Kim. I'm sure everyone's seen the pics. Now, okay, on the Daily Beast, they wrote this like Julia had said on the call her daddy interview, um. How much she likes and blah 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 blah, and then I was like, "When did he step out? When was this taped?" Daily Beast came through with the receipts. They said Fox might have spoken a tad too soon, as the episode, which was taped on Monday, January thirty first, came a week before her camp declared the two were quote evolved beings an open in an relationship. open relationship. Yeah, 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 I saw that. I was like, after West was spotted with model Cheney Jones in Los Angeles, so. Now, Julia's sort of, I mean, whatever. I love it. She's saying like she's she's trying not to be jealous and blah, 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 blah. I also, I mean, I'm annoyed at Kanye for so many reasons. We'll get into the North TikTok stuff when our guest. Oh, yeah, comes yeah, on, yeah. Yeah. I'm dying but like, I'm so annoyed that he's making our girl look like a fool. I mean, he's making both our girls look like fools.
2: No, we,
0: love, I, we love Julia. We can tolerate them both in the same way. You can't throw
2: Cheney Jones in the mix. No. Well, to be clear, I don't think he's throwing Cheney Jones in the mix. I think everything, and I think this is where Julia. When I was listening to the the call, uh, what did me call her? Call her daddy. Call them daddy. Um, I sort call of they them daddy. Call they them daddy. I sort of felt like even I, I felt a little bit for Julia, a little bit because what I wanted to hear from her that I feel like I didn't hear as like like her defending them as a like real relationship. Kind of made me feel weird because, like, I don't think they are. I mean, not that it's a PR stunt, and not that they don't like each other and have reverence for each other, but it's like he is not even divorced yet; she's barely divorced. I think that it's like they are two people who are having. She said it in a in a past interview where it's like we're two people having fun together, and like we're going through really hard times, so it's nice to have someone to to play with. But at the end of the day, everything that he is doing with her and we're not meant to ever know Cheney Jones's name Kanye even if he's trying to do it to say fuck you to Kim or say you're just a basic you're just normal to Kim like you everybody's like you now it's like at the end of the day all of this is to is to actually whether he means it all of it is declaring his absolute uh loyalty to Kim
0: yeah and like it's not You're not dunking on Kim by pointing out that every hot girl alive now looks like her because
2: she is the hot girl blueprint. Right? The only reason that they look like her is because she's the coolest person on planet fucking Earth. And right. Even if he thinks that he's like, whatever, I'm now with Julia and she'll wear your boots and look at this girl. She could be you. No one even knows the difference between you and her. It's like the only reason that right. The only reason that there's a template is because she's it. She's literally the template. It would be like if you
0: broke up with Marilyn Monroe and went out with Jane Mansfield afterward. It's like, right.
2: right. No. It's like, oh, okay. He, oh, he's over you. I don't fucking think so.
0: Right. Meanwhile, all my ex boyfriends marry very plain looking brunettes. So I don't know what that is. Cause they're holding a candle. Cause
2: it's like they, no one will compare. No one competes. I don't think anyone <laughs> is holding a candle.
0: I am, I never get texts from my exes. I am in
2: touch with all of them.
0: I know. I'm not in touch with them because I don't want to be in touch with them, but also
2: they don't seem to miss me. It's so funny. Well, They're not texting me. the Capricorn moon in me, it's the, at the end of the day, there's very few people that I have ever dated that are not like, because also my Saturn is conjunct my Juno in the sixth house. Like every single person that I enter into some kind of a formal, like long-term relationship with in whatever way is also a business partner. Like I got, I got I needed mm. I needed a piece of video footage the other day. I called James. He had it immediately. Like everybody, if you're going to date me, we're working every I, I, I oh, work yeah. and I fuck, and that's it.
0: I got sick of the creative guys like nearly a decade ago.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I, I am either functionally working with you and we are having sex, or you were someone that I was having sex with. But either way, there were still things that we worked on together that I may need to 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 get from you at a certain point. Yeah, I have yeah, yeah. long term working relationships with people. Either way,
0: okay, so. Some detail that I missed whenever we first found out about Kanye and Julia is, yes, we knew that he, he stocked an entire hotel room filled with $100,000 worth of designer clothes. Did you know that that designer was Diesel?
2: Um, that actually, the only thing worse that you could say would be like Lucky Brand. Lucky brand? Weasel is... Right. That is actually... Well, and in a way, now that you say that, I think it can sort of... There's, It makes a little bit more sense why Julia, even though she looks good, like, there is something off... Like, this isn't her look. And she does look a little bit... She does look like... Like, Kim looks like she's dressing for herself. Julia does look like she's wearing Halloween costumes. Yeah. And I think and that that's and- where, aside from it being not her look naturally, when you're doing... Kim look these like by Diesel. Of course, it's going to look a little bit wonky, right? I mean, she hasn't been seen wearing any of
0: these Diesel clothes. Well, this we is like no. I mean, I feel like those low ride,
2: low rise pants could have been
0: Diesel. No, it was all like Balenciaga and shit like that. She's wow. not wearing the a Diesel clothes. This is the,
2: Diesel. What is that? What is like trucker hats?
0: Right. So okay. I have shared air with Kanye on three occasions. One of them was in Madison Square Garden, so it didn't count, but it was still fucking sick. Counts as air. Another, another one was the Kendall and Kylie collection fashion launch one Fashion Week, which there's a photo of me standing right behind him and Chris, and everyone thinks it's photoshopped. Pixar, it, it never happened. Pixar, it never happened. I know. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Well, everyone wants that photo. photo- on it. It's the shittiest picture you've ever seen in your life. And everyone's like, that's photoshopped. And I was like, if it was photoshopped, I would photoshop a, a good picture. photo. Yeah, And then the third time was... I was, it was my first or second year at the Observer, and I was just going through my inbox and I found an invitation. Like, I would get invitations to random shit that had nothing to do with me just because the publicists were so desperate to fill space. And one of those was a diesel black gold, which I didn't even know existed, but I guess it's their pretend ready to wear line, a diesel black gold show at Grand Central. So I went to the show because. I went to the show because um, it said on the, like, press release that Kanye might be there. So I was like, I'm going. And I left work early and I stood in line and they wouldn't let me in because I guess they didn't need the third tier people like me that they had invited. I guess they got enough This happens all the time, that publicist interview, and then they fucking lie. Um, that is so rude. I know. And I'm like, I'm a journalist, but also like I'm only here to see Kanye. Right. So I didn't get in. I had to like stand outside, but I watched Kanye walk by two seconds before the show started. So all this to say, Kanye has, Kanye has a long-term relationship with Diesel, um, which I completely forgot about. So also as someone who used to move in these sort of fashion-adjacent circles and beauty-adjacent circles, you get so much free shit sent to you. You get... Like, I used to have thousands of dollars worth of beauty products at all times. And, like, I would just show up to parties that my friends were having and just have a tote bag of free shit that I never even opened and be like, here.
2: I just want to like, amazing- in terms of you getting a new job, like, that would be – like, if, if we could err on the side of getting stuff, that would be great. I, I could send it. To- I was use stuff. I know. I need to get back in the getting stuff game. But it was
0: amazing. But I truly had too much. Like, I was giving it away. So – I think that's what happened here. I think what happened is Kanye has got a whole bunch of free shit from diesel because he's sort of had a relationship with them for a while. It actually and, wasn't
2: $100,000 worth of diesel shit. It was actually uh, a room full of free diesel shit is actually what it was. Right. And also, though, just to give Julia some credit,
0: $100,000 worth of diesel clothing, that's got to be like three truckloads. Right. <laughs>
2: Right. I mean, I guess we're not talking about the diesel that you see at Marshalls. We're talking about like Boomingdale's diesel. But either way, I'm confused about one thing you said there. I just want to clarify. You said that black and gold was their ready-to-wear line. What is the point of clothing if not ready-to-wear? Well, the reason why ready-to-wear
0: exists as a designation is because originally the only clothes that were shown at Fashion Weeks were haute couture.
2: Oh, so and, it was like this is art pieces that now we're going to use as inspo to create ready to wear clothes,
0: right? Ready to wear is actually the low end of these big designers like Versace and Chanel. Right, and, you don't need
2: somebody standing behind you and putting in the last bedazzles,
0: right? Exactly. So it's it's sort of a misnomer because it sounds cheap, and it's obviously like the most like Chanel ready to wear is still thousands and thousands of dollars. that these are clothes. This is
2: like the, the clothing line.
0: Yes, it means that it's not being custom made for you, uh-huh, you uh-huh. absolute piece of trash, because you can't afford haute couture, which is thirty grand for a, for like a dress or even more than that. But so yeah, that's what ready to wear means. But so Diesel itself is so down market that their ready to wear is the highest echelon of their brand. If that makes oh, sense.
2: so it's like it's flipped.
0: Yeah, so it's yeah, it's like when Desigual does ready to wear, it's like yeah, all your clothes are ready to wear. Yeah, you don't yeah, yeah, yeah. ready to wear designation.
2: This is actually well, it's, like, the opposite, right? is it's, it's like, like actually you right? can wear this out and not be embarrassed. Is like what they're saying. Right. <laughs> you can wear exactly. this out and look cool. <laughs> yeah. But so,
0: okay. I think what we should do let me see, is there anything else in this little Julia interview that's worth talking about before we fully switch gears to our close reading
2: of the Kim oh, yeah. for Vogue yeah. profile? I guess, like, my thing with the Julia thing is that um, I, yeah, because, like, the one thing, in the, again, like, the cringe moment where she was, like, it doesn't matter about the past, whatever, whatever, like, he's with me now. And it's, like, I just want her to be careful with the, like, he's with me because he's not. I mean, how do I put it? Right,
0: like we we it hit the presses that they're calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend about a day before he was spotted with the Kimposter.
2: And that also, Kimposter is cute. You're cute. Thank you. Thank That's you. cute. Um, but also, and uh, you had another good one. We were texting earlier too. What was your good? You had another good. Uh, what
0: Swolier because he's well, muscular. Or Swolier, well, you're calling him Swolier. I, like, I like, love oh, when Kanye Kanye's I think he muscular. Looks- Okay, we are joined by Sarah de Cruz Madeiros. Nailed it. And she yes. is a Kimye fan and a mom and not a colonoscopist.
2: But that's what Molly Molly told me. She's like, oh my friend, Sarah's coming on. Like, she's a mom, she's a Kimye stand, and she does colonoscopies. And I'm like, wow, interesting. And and then Sarah just joined <laughs> us and she was like, No, I fucking don't. And it's like, whoa, what a rumor. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I have a long history with colonoscopies, but I'm no longer in the business. <laughs> She's not in the business, but she still understands all clear, it. all clear,
0: all clear. She still knows a lot about lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Hey,
1: woo, <laughs> Molly.
0: Okay, Sarah Vite. I'm sorry. That's oh my god. I keep I always call you Sarah Vite because that was your name. You know what's I- funny is
1: that was never even my last name. <laughs> I know because then it was Urban. It it people thought I got married in middle school, um. So I was adopted, um. But I never changed my name. But everybody, there was rumors going around that I was married.
2: I was okay, like, that's hey. helpful because she said don't bring it up, but she did tell me off, Mike, that you were a child bride. So that's you've cleared a lot I off. I did her. not. Now she's you making. Did oh, wait, how yeah, do you some
1: Thought other? I was married. I was like, because oh, no.
0: We did pop warner cheerleading together, but we we're from different towns. And now, one of my best friends, Jess, is one of her best friends. Friend of the pod, Jess.
2: And musical theater extraordinaire. Wow, it's all coming yeah. together. And yes. where do you, yes. I'm from Jersey too. Where are you from in Jersey? Point Pleasant. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm from Monkey. I mean, same
1: town, just she was Brand. the, the best
0: I was Bayhead.
2: I know. What what
0: I know. I just said that to see what your reaction, but I was Bayhead, but okay. All right. Sarah da Cruz Medeiros is a Kimye stan. Sarah, how did you become a Kimye stan and where, what side of the, who
1: are you, who do you side with most of all? So I was a Kanye fan prior to Kim and I was a Kim fan prior to Kanye. So them getting together was like a dream come true. <laughs> a banana. And I loved Kim since like way back in the day, since Paris Hilton days. I She's she was extremely lovable. That's what we're really, really coming to remember. Yeah. And she had that real dark fake tan that I was like striving for. I was like, <laughs>
2: uh. Jersey girl dreams right there. Mm-hmm. With the going yes, out top had and, that and the spray tan. Yeah. That was it.
1: Yeah, that's what did it in for me. I'm like, oh, look at that, that tan and that hair. And then obviously Kanye, I don't know. I think a lot of people recently have not become Kanye fans, but when Kanye first came on the scene, everyone loved him. There was anyone that didn't
2: like him. Like when we were in high school, I just, I like associate every beach week with like the next Kanye album coming out, like Kanye's workout plan, like every, every one of the three graduation, Albums is like a a whole summer chunk, like at the Jersey Shore. Yes. Yeah. So he's untouchable. And
0: Sarah, Sarah Armour, Sarah without an H, she is a Benny, as we've established. Where did you go down the shore? Wait, what's a Benny?
2: Don't worry about it. Oh my god! Oh my god! Where did you go when you came down the shore? Well, I actually, again, trigger warning for other Sarah. I dated a guy who had a house in Bayhead when I was in high school. Wait, what? No, we were actually. I don't know if I never told you, we were on the same beaches those years, and I was just like, look at those, look at those fucking pathetic badge checkers and garbage picker uppers and it was you and it was me
0: and you were probably like look at those townies and i was yeah, like yeah, look yeah. at that benny
2: you might have come to my scream for me i don't even know and you probably weren't tan uh no i was i do I, look give me some credit i'm public school in new jersey too we were going to the salon i was getting fake tans all winter that was kind of part of the you know rule book did the guy you were dating wear sneakers to the beach did he wear sneakers to the beach? I mean, I want to say yes, because I feel like that's such a pointed question that you want me to say yes. But I got to be honest, I don't remember.
0: That's such a Benny response, because we would have we known. But okay. All right. <laughs> what is a Benny? Like, I go to Benny Hanna? No, it means you're from out of town. You're from up north. Okay, you're I'm, not,
2: out of I'm, I'm not like from, I'm from New Jersey. I'm not from Staten Island. That's Yeah, know, but you're a tourist.
0: Yeah, you there's no difference. Year yeah,
2: but he had a house. Like, he was real. That doesn't grandma matter. Grandma
0: lived there full time. That doesn't matter. He's still a Benny. I was a Benny when I lived in New York and came down. Like, right. no, okay. you're an
2: out-of-towner. You're an outsider. You don't understand yeah. the life. Yeah, yeah. When I, I was... Uh, see, actually, my family went to New England for the summers, but I, when I was at the shore, I would go with Dave to... Uh, and also my, one of my best friends also has a house in, I believe it was Point Pleasant Bay or Normandy. So I went to either Normandy with Meg or Bayhead with Dave. I uh, spent a lot of great nights in Normandy. Let me tell you that that's party time central. The the beach at night, Normandy for the high school kids, debauchery, good times all yeah. around. It's like, it's like by Lavalette. It's like a lost zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I've been there. You know, it's <laughs> We've all, it's all been there. Walls. You're driving, riding bikes on a highway. It's like whatever. But, um when I would go to the vineyard with my other boyfriend, uh, so vineyard. my family would go to the cape, but then I would go to Martha's Vineyard, and anytime there was people that weren't from there, they were called wash ashores. Wash ashores? Because it's an island.
0: Interesting. I okay. like that. Wow. Well, okay. I don't know how we got on this. Tim. Great talk.
1: Great talk. Because
0: we were talking about how we know each other. But anyway, okay. Guest Sarah. Um so you've been on this journey with both Kim and Kanye from the beginning. Something that I would love to talk about is their their Vogue trajectory. I think it's really interesting that Kim's new Vogue ca- cover came out today and like would she even be on the cover of Vogue if it wasn't for Kanye? Very debatable because Paris Hilton's never had a Vogue cover.
1: Really? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Not American Vogue. I I think that Kim, I don't know. That's that's really hard. I I, I do think that Kim is, I, I and I love Paris. So I'm not saying this bad against Paris. Like Paris. I love Paris Hilton. She is a legend. I do think that Kim has a little bit more notoriety, especially in the fashion world. But would she have that without Kanye? Like I'm nope. trying to go back prior to Kanye. You Now we're thinking back 10 years. No, I don't think she would be on the cover of Vogue without him. He leveled her up. Yeah, I think Forbes,
0: yes. Vogue, no. I think she was always going to be like, good at making money and turning herself into a business. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, getting the clout in the fashion world. Because remember when their first Vogue co- cover came out, it was the biggest scandal. Like, everyone was like, I can't believe this. Vogue is over. This is ridiculous. Blah, 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 And now she's got a solo cover and everyone's stoked about it. I just can't believe. And the pictures were
2: beautiful.
1: Yes. The one with, like, the... the I don't know if it was, like, a... a- tablecloth on or whatever but with the water and the clear what was that oh, yeah, like, yeah yeah the wet one the wet, the wet look i was like <laughs> <laughs> i was seizing
0: <laughs> she loves the wet look i i also i hi, one of the things i highlighted in this profile was that the writer said after years spent feeling like a fashion outsider and i think it's really cunty of vogue to say this was the only part of the profile that i took issue with because i'm like okay if if she was feeling like a fashion outsider it's because there was a rumor that anna winter literally banned her from the met gala like she wasn't just feeling like a fashion outsider she was she was pushed
2: out intentionally by the head honchos at vogue (laughs) right now made a full turnaround
0: right it's like she wasn't just feeling like one. She was one. She was a persona non-grata. And we still have yet to see if Chloe or Courtney will ever attend a Mac Gala in their lives. I'm I mean, gonna you a
2: hard no on that, unless Travis is invited and brings Courtney as a date.
0: Agreed. So okay, the reason why we have you on here, Sarah, guest Sarah, is because Yeah, I just want to say this. You can call her Sarah, and
2: anytime you're referring to me for the rest of the episode, you can call me Sarie. Sarie. But that sounds like Sarajevo. It sounds like we're like going oh, right. to Iceland. Okay, how about how about Sarah Sarah East, nice. Sarah
0: East. Sarah, okay, okay. Okay. How about you call me Benny? Be- oh, yes, no. Benny Sarah, that's it and local Sarah. Okay. Local Sarah, the reason why we really, really were so interested in having you on today, in addition to your acerbic wit and your constant ability to spot who is important and interesting in pop culture, is you are a parent and you are really good at social media and you're funny on social media. And one of the big things that came up this week was whether or not North should be allowed
2: on TikTok so Mm -hmm. well and that's sort of just the tip of the iceberg because it's not there are so many facets to the the media comp because it's not just whether or not north should be on tiktok it's also whether or not i mean i guess we don't have a choice when it comes to kanye but it's like how public should family feuds be right
1: well (sighs) i think the first thing i want to touch on is should north be on tiktok i have my younger son is very creative. He loves making videos and things like that. He loves logos. He loves music. He loves making sounds with his mouth. And I do let him. I bought him a tablet, and I do let him make these videos. And how old? They're are you? not posted anywhere. Uh, but I will send you some because yeah, you guys will die. Send them to me. He's the cutest little baby. Wait. So how how many kids do you have, and how old are they? I have two. Uh, Dominic is nine, so he's Northwest age.
0: <gasps> and what, a, what an accolade i'm not gonna have any kids that are the same age as kim's kids that's depressing that's well, I think maybe and
1: then i have There's a, a three-year-old a three, three. and a half year old so um i do know what kim's going through with as far as your child becoming their own person i see dominic Little by little becoming his own person and developing his own personality and getting into mood swings and wanting to express himself. He is very much into sports. He chose his own sport. He's into lacrosse. He picks one of the most expensive ones. And, <laughs> yeah.
2: hey,
1: <Tom>. and I'm <laughs> like, soccer's good. Go play it. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I see that and I understand from that. However, You are a woman with, if I post a video of my kids, first of all, I'm very, uh, you know, I'm very quiet. I pick and choose what I post. Mm -hmm. However, I'm putting it out to 300 people that I know. She has the biggest platform in the world. She is arguably the biggest celebrity in the world, the most well celebrity in the world. And people are creeps. They are creeps. I have looked up child sex offenders in my neighborhood and I'm like, there's no way there's any in my neighborhood. I live in a middle class neighborhood and they are everywhere. Don't do it. You will traumatize yourself. I know they are everywhere. I did it once when I was the ones that are caught. Right.
0: I was living in a house with three girls and it was just a house. It wasn't an apartment building. So I felt more vulnerable because someone could just walk in. Like, it's not that hard to break the lock of a house. And there was just like 20 on our block. I was like, oh my God!" and
1: it's not just them breaking into her house because she does have the security. She does have that. And I'm sure it's amped up ever since the thing in Paris, even yeah. more. It's, do you want like, and I don't want to be vulgar, but a grown man like thinking dirty things about your daughter, dancing around, and right. there is somebody out there, right? Well, and so this
2: gets- is the thing though, because in this case, like whether or not North is is doing TikToks where she's mouth, you know, mouthing Eminem lyrics or whatever, because they haven't kept any of the children's identities private, it seems like that's an unavoidable, like no matter what, creepy people already know what Kim's kids looks like. Kim, And not to mention whether it's TikTok or not, Kanye has North on stage doing bad rapping.
0: Right. I think the issue isn't even necessary. Like that is definitely a huge part of it. But I feel like when you're a Kardashian, that ship has sailed because they're like, they are cashing in on the perv gaze. And I mean that G A Z E. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're all like, okay, we're getting perved on. This is our bread and butter. And like, Yeah, maybe they feel they can protect their kids from anything actually happening to them, which I mean, yeah, still, I agree with you, Sarah, that I wouldn't want I wouldn't risk it. But I think another thing is whatever they say on TikTok now can and will be used against them, even if it's the most innocuous thing ever, like. The culture that we're in right now, even if a little kid has a slip up where they say something that seems even slightly controversial, it's going to become a news story and it's going to follow them until mm-hmm. they die. And it's a kid. And you know that would happen. You know, like you can picture it in your head. Northwest mm-hmm. says, like, you know, all Russians are spies or something, something like stupid. I and then, like to see it for the record.
2: I hope that's a premonition.
0: It would become like, a bold-faced headline for the rest of it. There's, like, there's just so many different ways for it to go wrong.
2: I have a thought, though. What? I think that, okay, so, like, we we already saw the way that Chris and Caitlin raised the family. Like, we have Kylie and, uh, what's her name? Kendall. You know, they, their first season, you know, Kylie. You can just was, call her what's-her-name. That what's her her is Kylie and, and what's-her-name. And Slim. Kylie and Slim were, you know, they were the first season of the Kardashians. Slim was 10. Kylie was eight. So they're the same age as as North. Right. So they're coming from a context of like, yeah, we've been performing on TV our life. And I think that the bread and butter of this family actually less than or more so than just the gays is actually like, cause even when you hear profiles of the Kardashians or like when I listen to that whole, even the rich profile, which Sarah, if you haven't listened, highly recommend it is like true BTS of the Kardashians empire. But one of mm-hmm. the things that they, one of their strategies that they've always used is to be early adopters of social media trends. Right. And I think that TikTok, because it is so kid specific without using Penelope and North as the way that Kim and Courtney are getting on TikTok, they otherwise have no reason to be on there. Like, I think it's less about North being on TikTok and actually more about Kim and, and uh, Courtney being on TikTok. And they are not themselves in. pathetic or they don't look as if they're, if they were doing my best friend videos between the two of them, we would be like, wow, this is so like, they have arrested development. They, this is mental illness. Like, what are they doing? But with the kids, it becomes okay. And I think because Penelope and North are the same age and, and Kim are this like united front doing it together that it is more of a business of a business thing than anything and it is actually just a way to infiltrate this platform because that the bread and butter of their business is just being everywhere
0: yeah it, and it's also like that I I agree completely that they had a planning meeting where they were like how are we going to break into TikTok?" I, it never occurred to me till now that it would be so embarrassing for Kim, Courtney, or Chloe to start a TikTok. It's right. just. To it. It's like the same reason why when like Benny, Sarah, you're always saying, oh, let's start an Instagram for space trash. And I'm like, no, because Instagram is actually a dying platform and we're going to not have that many followers. And like, it's going to show people exactly how few followers we have. So if we like, if, if Kim and Courtney went on TikTok, it will show how few of the next generation actually are interested in them.
2: Not to mention, I also think in terms of the, like the functionality of TikTok, I mean, we talk about all the time, like Molly, you amount of people that say to me every single week like you would crush on tiktok you got to get on tiktok it's like the truth truth is whenever I venture into the TikTok land, not only do I personally feel like I'm a thousand years old, but it is a technology that I think for children is more intuitive. Whereas for me, like I'm trying to figure out how to like get on the screen. I'm trying to, to me, there's like a learning curve where for kids it's a little bit more intuitive because they're also used to playing like leapfrog games on their, on their tablets. And so I and think they like, are such like insane ADHD. For, right. Like, it's like, it actually ADHD is made for kids. And I think if Courtney, like if Kim was not doing it with North, but was trying to infiltrate the platform. What would she be doing? Like quick skims, like, you know, qu- a quick makeup tutorial or like a quick showing you. Yeah. Thing. And it's like, you could do that on Instagram. That is where she has a, it's like without the kids, there's no reason for them to be on TikTok other than just purely being fame whores, which I think this is a nice thinly veiled attempt at, at, at not being. And it's like, it's a kid's yeah. medium.
0: It's a fig leaf. It's a fig leaf over their own.
2: 100% fig ambition. But if
0: you're
1: going to do this with your kids and break in, don't you think it should be decided between the couple? that's the big question.
0: 100%. Like... This is where right. like and that's why I wanted to talk to you about because there are so many things that Kanye is telling us. And like we have to take it all with a grain of salt, just like we have to take the Kardashians PR spin with a grain of salt. There are so many things he's telling us. Oh, I wasn't invited to Chicago's birthday party. Uh, they called the security on me when I was taking my own comic books from the house. All these different things. And it's impossible what to if, know. Like, you know it was like they made me take a drug test. It's like totally valid, man. You seem that- like you're on drugs. Kind of valid, but yeah, like, but all of this stuff is really, he said, she said, but the TikTok thing is the one issue where people are, I feel like Kanye,
2: you've got a freaking point. Like, but I will say though, aside from that conversation starter, and I think in this case, he's just trying to not only put his point of view out there for the record long term, but I think that he also is really interested in just continuing to be connected to the Kardashians. And I mean, he just moved next door. Like he's obsessed with them. He wants to be in a public fight with them. If they're well, not. Okay. Well, like really but, but, but wait, wait,
1: to- wait, er, uh local. <laughs> local Sarah. What were you going to say? I could see Kanye. I mean, I don't think that there's anything wrong with him moving in next door. I don't think that's weird at all. I yeah, think it's is. weird because it she
2: was begging him to be it's one thing for I, I don't think it's weird at all I think it's weird because for the last eight years he has spent 90 percent of his time in Wyoming I know I agree
0: and I think that's like a classic male thing of like yeah. letting, letting the woman do all of the child rearing over and over and over again until it's finally too late and then but I do think that the best case scenario for kids of divorce is yeah. that they're not traveling. Like 100%. I know people growing up who had to travel an hour to hang out with their dad, and that's fucking bullshit. And like I
2: actually have divorce. I have a divorced. Um, they're they're lesbians, but so my divorced aunt, my divorced aunt, but they actually live together and have two different parts of the house. But like for the sake of like that, you know, they have kids. Right
0: like I've never been divorced my parents aren't divorced so I don't know but I do think like that's how it should be the ki- it should be the least disruption to the kids lives possible because Absolutely. like it's like, it's so crazy how it's become so accepted now that, like, oh, your kids are just
2: going to get fucked up. And, and while they were married, he it was while they were married, they were having to fly to Wyoming. Like, that's what's so fucked right. up about it. That, like, it's really like, and I feel like I've been in a lot of fights with men like this, where it's like after the fact, they have all these strong opinions about, like, you know, things I did wrong or things that the way it should be now. And it's like, okay, but for the record, I've been saying that. And the only reason that I now am in this different position is because I adjusted to you. The reason that she wanted to get divorced is because he was never there. Now he's going to be there. It's like, dude,
0: Yeah, but I think it's it's the best-case scenario that he is there. Don't you guys
1: think? Absolutely. But I also think I 100% agree. I think that that he's probably a very—I think he's a very, like, doting dad. Like, I think what Kanye puts out—like, you have to remember, they aren't real people. They don't—they have, like, teams. Like, he's going public because, like, they probably don't even really talk to each other because they have teams and public—like, I have no team. There's nobody in between us, you know? So, yeah. and
2: honestly, your kid TikTok you know, no followers sucks.
1: See, <laughs> he it. doesn't have a TikTok kidding, though. Right. that's, what,
2: that's no, Dom's, right. Dom's,
0: Dom's going to be huge. But I think it's but, not Dom. It's 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 not Dom. It's Mateo. Yeah. Oh, Mateo. But but that's the thing you <laughs> you let Mateo. This is what I thought was like you know, we're talking all the time about how much we love Kim, and that was what I thought was bullshit in her statement that she said North loves TikTok for self-expression.
1: Shut the fuck up. Well, that's where I didn't like it because I'm like, stop it. There is a million ways to self-express yourself. Like, just say what it is. Is that like I I thought it was a younger platform, but she can't because it says 13 and older. So right, I well, know that. Oh, the I didn't realize. Like, that. Okay, how are we gonna spin this? Right. And it's like,
0: she shouldn't be on there. There's, they're saying, yeah, it's with adult supervision, but I think it's, I think it's within the rights of the co-parent to say, I don't even want them on there with adult supervision. No one needs TikTok. Like it's, it's clearly a bald-faced business
2: venture. Like if that's all it is. It's no self-expression. If we are talking, I don't agree. First of all, I do think that for, uh, North and Penelope who are on the medium, they have grown up on TV. They don't, need to be like protected from the view of the public they're they're okay, in public we, when you're on tv you're not watching the likes fly in and it's right, not right, like right. okay so right that is the, the, the problem is that you're becoming addicted to a certain kind of like public validation and, and and you're getting into a really intimate conversation with the public that actually you shouldn't be in but i think there is a, another issue here which is that i do agree with kanye and he should be pissed but him bringing attention to it i actually like i would i would be interested to see how many uh, how many followers that, you know, the Kim and North shared account had before and after he made this public statement. He and affected it. You're yes. Saying.
1: Yeah. Oh, he definitely did. But will TikTok ban her for being under 13? Maybe that's what he was going for.
2: No, I yeah. think he's going ego trip. I think he wants to be on record as being like the better parent that cared. And I think he wants his kids to read that he did that because he would never have let them do that when one of them is like knocked up really early or has a drug problem or something
0: but also like they're kardashians they can get knocked up early it's just gonna make them billionaires before everybody else right 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 the fucking business model and like they're actually all pretty good at not developing drug problems and everything know they're so
2: straight edge
0: yeah they have like a great support system the only one who's ever hung over on camera is chloe and it's like the only thing i like about her you know (laughs) right that what she has going for is at least she still parties Remember the when she's getting ready for Kim's wedding and she's hungover as fuck and they just have this shot of her like hanging out the side of a van like looking <laughs> green and she just is like Ugh. it's that's like so funny. yeah but yeah oh. in the in the Vogue um, profile the first thing I took note of was it said a group of caretakers tells Saint to slow down so I'm like I love this subtle nod to the audience that yes don't worry they have a shit ton of nannies and like. Also, in Kanye's new song, he says, nannies are great, but I prefer family. But he's also not saying that what he means is his female fam- family members are taking care of his kids. Right. It's like Kanye. Wait, you're so not- it's
1: Kanye's family that's taking care of the kids?
0: No. So when they're with Kim, I, this is what I'm gathering. When they're with Kim, they're with nannies. And Kim has been open about the fact that she's had nannies. But, you
2: like, know. Who doesn't? like? I had a nanny. My, but my mother was a stay-at-home mother, nannies. and I had a nanny, and there were only two of us, and we weren't, like, rich. I, mean, I wish
0: I could afford a nanny. <laughs> I know, Sarah. That's a, it's a different... Benny, Sarah, you're showing her.
2: Montclair, Montclair, Montclair.
1: Yeah, us townies did not have nannies.
2: <laughs> yeah, no.
1: Yeah. My nanny was like, my mom would lock us outside. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> throw a box of juice boxes outside. You could have used
2: like, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: could have raised awareness my nanny was like my aunt's verbally abusing me so but
2: that's more kanye's that's more kanye's brand,
0: right so so what i'm saying is kim yes to her credit has been open about using nannies there it's been storylines her yelling at courtney you can't even keep a nanny but her nannies are loyal to her which is great like no shame because the, there is no shame in having cleaning ladies nannies everything and because, they are
2: working women i mean it's not like kim's doing nothing my well, mother that's, was that's doing
0: nothing thing, but right. her schedule's different and also, yeah. it's labor. Like, this right. stuff that falls to women is shit that women don't get paid to do, and it's not fucking fair. And it's also but then great it's, to pay someone else. Like, that is also a job. Someone should be getting paid to take care of children. And if your family isn't bringing enough, in enough money for you to have enough money to live to take care of children, like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it because it's work. But, yeah. like... I think the ones that Kanye Kanye is shading her in his new song "Easy," which I listen to six times a day every day. I love it, but he's saying family or nannies are great, but I like the family because his he's surrounded now by like female cousins and female family members. I think, and I'm sure he's paying them to take care of his kids. But it's like, why are you nitpicking
2: what? Who's taking care of your children? Because well, you went to Wyoming and Chicago. You went to Wyoming, and they're still nannies, even if they're related to you, right? And you're still outsourcing the child care because you refuse to just do it on your own, right? And and but again, though, as if he doesn't have help. I mean, in every step, he know Even when you are like stuck in your studio doing like record production, which is like an intricate. Um, but, and, and he really is like an auteur in a lot of ways. You still have engineers. You still have people collaborate. Like, like to, yeah, I guess I think, I think the issue with Kanye right now is that he's so overwhelmed with, with, um, emotion and confusion. Like, I think he is going back and forth between, Like, I mean, it was not long ago that he was doing the Kim Come Wear a Wedding Dress on Stage With Me tour. And I I need you back now, Kimberly. It's like, he's just in the throes of what he, I think, Actually, deeply regrets which is all the time that he spent in Wyoming, and I think he's trying to make a, like a, a public play of saying, "Don't remember me that way. Remember me as the guy who wanted to be the good dad." But it's like we we remember when you were literally not there at all, and you asked the kids to live super separate homes before you were even divorced, right? And
0: like he's not even saying, "Yes, I fucked up by moving to Wyoming oh, you and Chicago." Be that. He won't even say it. He's just like, this is bullshit. You're taking my kids from me. And it's like, you took yourself away from your kids and your wife literally just wants to watch the Hills with you. Like she just wants to have a normal life where she sits around
2: and watches TV with you. But yeah, I don't know. I think this is like, I think he's doing like after the fact recon of his, of his position.
1: He, he I think it's always, also important to note that he's bipolar and he's come out as bipolar. So he yeah. could be in a manic episode as well. I think he has good intentions. I really Definitely. do. I yeah. don't know if he can always execute it. And I think his thought process is everywhere. Plus I think there's a fine line. I, I forget who says it, but it's like, it's a, there's a fine line line between being a genius and insanity Yeah. and, I think him being a genius, like besides being bipolar, he's always walking that fine line. And, you know, and even when he is doing things like this, all he's doing is making himself, he throws out that Instagram, you know, or that tweet, and he's just rolling in money, something that we can't even comprehend. Right. It's
2: it gets like, rewarded for the, for the uh, craziness. Everyone gives- doesn't help the bipolar. Yeah. right
0: everyone gives the kardashians so much credit for being these media geniuses and he clearly is too i oh, mean absolutely the whole like stealing the mic from taylor swift thing it put them both on the map like right. yes taylor swift is incredibly talented would she have come up as quick as she did without that moment hell no 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 way ever like right and you guys are agreeing with me you are both shaking your heads mm-hmm. Swifties are gonna be pissed they're gonna be like you know Annoyed and turning it off, but and and I like, didn't know she,
1: who exactly she was when that happened. Like I right. remember watching it, and I remember sitting. I was with my friend Christina. We were watching it, and I was like, "Who's wait? Who's Taylor Swift?" Like I knew her, but like I didn't really know her songs. Right. Like I wasn't into that. And then once that happened, I was like, "Oh!" And wait, then wait, wait you when do, you, you said on the computer, you start looking.
0: When you say I wasn't into that, what do you mean by that? White people,
1: like that, like country, <laughs> young pop. Yeah,
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. and I, we were like what were we 21 when that happened
0: right 20? it was little like kid it was like for little kids and yeah like i'm not listening to And that. we all knew I the fucking like,
2: beyonce video
0: right the beyonce video was yeah was and totally from her <laughs> right it again like, it's not a knock on taylor's talent whatsoever the most talented people aren't the ones that get famous like her talent is really great she's really talented her fame got a boost from kanye like it's and and it was then further bolstered by her talent. Well, and is, then you and see I'm them. not even a Taylor Swift fan, but I think she's like
2: incredible at what she does, you know. Well, then there was all that shit that came out too, like later where Kanye and Taylor were like like they were trying to like push this media story that they were like super duper beefing, but then they they released phone conversations where actually Taylor's like giving him permission to do it. And like, Mm -hmm. so like she really is too white for this conversation by way of like, man, don't show your cards. Like that's the, like the, you were going to have a cool PR moment where you got to like publicly lambast Kanye and be in this fight. And then you like, you outed yourself as being in character. It's like you idiot. So that's the thing. I also think that like Kanye's, um, Kanye's diagnosis, I think becomes very helpful to him here because it's the kind of thing where, we are on a podcast saying, well, let's remember he's yeah. diagnosed as, as, uh, you know, um, living with bipolar disorder. So you can just, when you know that you have this sort of, past to like there are people are going to chalk up his behavior as someone with bipolar and then he gets to be like almost even just like an advocate or like a sort of someone who i mean that's like where pete davidson comes out and he's like man take the meds like i take the meds too also want to say kim certainly has a type she really she does love the medicated the (laughs) need to be medicated men are number one on her list and i'm a need to be
0: medicated woman by the way so it's not shade it's just yeah we said last week the girl loves a dsm-5 yeah man diagnosis she's flipping through that book who's next (laughs)
1: It is you know? weird. I thought it was weird. I thought, well, Molly and I talked about it. I'm like, what is going on? Because I'm like, listen, you just got out of a relationship with a man with men that struggles with his mental health, and which was probably a majority of like the demise of what happened. 100. And and then you're gonna in, get into a relationship and get a boyfriend with a guy with the same issues. Well, but know, but even he more, are by He's not more, He's he, bipolar disorder. From-
0: Pete has borderline personality disorder. So it's like, it's different, but I think it's also like the issue here isn't just anyone's diagnosis. It's the way that it manifests itself. And it's the way that like, whether you take it on board and try to.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush
2: care.
0: not cure yourself, but live with it in a way that doesn't affect other people versus whether you don't. And it does seem like Kanye has made a decision not to live with it in a way that doesn't affect
2: other. Well, people. Well, in fact, I think he's made the choice to affect other people and I, right. I uses it as an excuse. And I also think that he could make a case whether he has or had, I'm not sure, but like, I remember when in his Kim Jong tweet days, uh, Chris Jung oh, or whatever, where he's like, yeah. they tried to like medicate me. They tried to whatever. And it's like, so I think whereas like I think the difference between like the careers of Pete and um, Kanye are that's where you see the difference. like Pete actually has to get along with others in order to like he's on SNL that is like a, a seven day a week, like group, you know, hi, like sort of an improv thing. It's like you actually need to be able to work with people in order to be on that show. For Kanye, I think he is confused or he's 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 on the fence because actually for him, he is sort of like a soul. He is a solo artist. And like the crazier he gets, the more money he makes and and arguably the better his art is. So he has way less of a reason to actually keep his quote. I don't even want to say mental illness. I'm really not into like his his, you know, um, mental health, mental health or like or his his responsibility to others. Um, it doesn't fall high on the list when you look at, like, what are Kanye's priorities and what are the mental health issues that he is working with? It's like, actually, I totally understand where for him he'd make the choice to stay unmedicated. And because, like, yeah, getting on stage, that's not the act of someone who's on lithium. You gotta be, you gotta be manic enough to go, fuck it, I'm getting on stage and stealing the mic from her. And that actually was for everybody a good thing. So I, I understand where he wouldn't want to be subdued.
0: Right. And also, you know, the, the other thing that's a little bit sus is the fact that so frequently what we attribute to his mental health and his diagnosis – manifests itself in him taking down women. You know, like I, he has been harsh on Taylor in the years since then. And like Taylor's handled it horribly and she's a goofball for thinking that she's this huge victim. She's not. She's clearly had a victim complex her career. Yeah. But like at the same time, did he have to go that far? Did he have to say in an interview that he had to take 12 showers after he dated Amber Rose? No, like it's just so lot- mean.
2: It's like there's no there's never an excuse to be mean
0: right so like he that has nothing to do with his diagnosis and like it's just
2: him well that's being like kind of what we're saying about Whoopi defending mel where it's like look it doesn't matter if he's an alcoholic if when he's an alcoholic he's he's cursing the jews and saying the holocaust didn't happen He he's an alcoholic who is anti-semitic
0: right <laughs> yeah it's like yeah and azelia banks had i mean we can't even get into it because it's really out of our jurisdiction we we're not we're not qualified to comment on you know the whatever beef is going on with Azelia and kanye but she made a lot of points where she's like you know this isn't an excuse he's not it's not fair but also like yeah if he was maybe. well none of us are mental health professionals but if he was getting treatment i'm sure it would be manifesting itself differently is the point but it, it wouldn't make him less or more sexist and it wouldn't make him less or more concerned about like north being on tiktok it's like he just might he would maybe act on it differently. And I right?
2: think that if he actually cared about about North, I guess like I, I really do think that, that this is a stunt though so that his opinion is on record because there's no way that he thinks that by him calling attention to something, it's not going to bring more attention to it. Like, right. dude, if you actually care, and, like, then cities. sue God. her. Then call TikTok and say, my nine-year-old has her braces way too close to the camera. She looked bad. Get her off. <laughs>
0: like she yeah and
2: he says in one of the songs
0: off the life of pablo we the new jacksons he's talking about the kardashians and so like he does get a thrill out of the family business being attention and media and and like you know tangentially music when he has
2: north like singing on stage with him publicly i'm always like she's gonna hate this
0: like like yeah yeah oh, that that's so cute. it is really it cute. is
2: cute but it's like she's way let me say she's way better on tiktok lip-syncing than her ah, nah, nah. you know like actually if you want to talk about how to work the family get her lip-syncing with cute braids a million percent times over her doing a sunday sermon
0: yeah the fashion the, show the, or whatever. The fashion week one, yeah, was really funny. Well, she was singing a little kid's song. It was a song for little kids, and it was like Kim and Kim weeping at this weird ass song that was basically like Baby Shark, yeah, yeah, but yeah. slightly different permutation of that. In,
1: in Kim's defense, we cry over everything, <laughs> right, right, really. Yeah, yeah, I'm weird. not like a crier, but I'll like everything. I'm like, I just like can't believe they have feet.
2: Like I just like, can't, like No, Molly it's literally a love Molly, beyond love. Molly understands she's literally over there going, circus, circus, and the dog is doing nothing and she's like, Good boy. Circus is now, with the dog going, that, I'm ready for a treat. That's like it. No offense, Mom. Take You're a great that partner. like
1: love you have for your dog and then multiplied to a number that like doesn't exist. And that's like when your child, like you're going to realize you're like, wow, I really don't love my dog. I really don't love my <laughs> husband because that impact <laughs> your child has on you. you're It's just like, it's, it's, well, it's just, really an extension. You literally die without that. It, well,
2: it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, it's literally like your very own art piece. It's like, it came, he's, your children are of you.
0: Yeah. When yeah. Ha- I have two questions about Mateo's video content on his iPad. First amazing. one. T- <laughs> it's amazing. First so one. Ten is, do you have him set up so that he thinks he's on TikTok, like a creedthoughts.gov? He doesn't or- know what
1: TikTok is.
0: Okay. He cool. knows
1: what it is. Like, he knows, like, some of the videos and things like that are, but, like, does he think he's like, put- no. And he likes watching himself. So he'll make his content mm-hmm. and then he'll go back and watch himself. And, like, he'll, he loves it. We have that in common.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then my second question is have you ever looked on his little ipad and cried at how good his content was
1: <laughs> oh my god i guess but that's the thing like so mateo's favorite song is 20th century fox this what? kid he, he oh my god this is that's so it, cute. that's his room decor i had to get custom blankets made for him wait 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 so, you mean like just the beginning? Doo-doo. With the <laughs> do, it, do. you guys, <laughs> have, do, 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 do. can you please just add in like I don't know if you know how to edit. I don't know this stuff, but we'll I'll, add it I'll, in. I'll send you a clip of him singing 20th Century Fox. That's it. I was like,
0: oh, 20th Century Fox must be like a New Migos song right, that, that, I that I didn't know about. Yet.
1: Travis Scott. No, no, no. no. The the opening. He has all these like I got them like oh 3D printed logos. He loves um he loves logos. So like if we're driving in the car, he's like, Hey Wawa, how are you? And then there'll be like a sign and he'll be like, Route 88, what do you do at my McDonald's? Like he's just very Wow. Be interesting to see differently. You'll
2: have some kind of like a like a pop design career. Yes. Like he is like the next
0: um stand for Mad Men. Like yeah. he's gonna be like a freaking advertising luminary
1: he's i'm telling it's it's amazing and he loves these like he just loves it and then he'll put like twist on it like he'll sing happy birthday and then he'd be like uh, like and then he'll like throw in 20th century like right in the middle of it and then continue
2: no no i love that i love the opening is his muse
1: The remix, yes. he's remixing Happy Birthday with 20th he Century Fox. He remixes rock. it, he'll do like, and then he'll like, if he doesn't like it, he'll be like, cut, 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 stop it. Okay, we're going to do this again. And he records
2: all of it.
0: Okay, Sarah, I would never say this if I didn't think it was for the benefit of you and your child. I think you need to get him on TikTok. I was
2: just going to say. <laughs> That's what everyone says. I guess it's like, dude, he will, people will love this. <laughs> like he's a genius and i would say if anything uh, you're married yeah don't ask your husband just to see what the, you know, just to, you know, to almost to test, like how crazy are Kim and Kanye, you know? Yeah. So, dizzy? yeah. Let's find out if you're a stable. Well, I think the issue with bit. Kim and Kanye is they have
1: too many people in their relationship. Well, right. They mm-hmm. think they have you have no outside line? people inside your relationship. E- e- even if it's family, like, even if it's like a mom or I'm lucky, like my mother-in-law, she's very like relaxed, not into a relationship. Who lives you know. on a
0: different continent. that's another yeah. level of luck.
1: Yeah. So, but like, <laughs> even sometimes, like, once family, like, just think about it. And Molly, you're in a relationship. I don't know about Sarah, but when you're... Sarah's in
0: several. Sarah's in a few. Okay.
1: <laughs> but when some you of get, them them I outside... in Bayhead,
0: and some of them are in Normandy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't like Sorry, to go it's far, it's far either. Just like the kids, I don't want to go back and forth too far. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but when you get into like a relationship, and whether it be family, get involved friends get involved, you know, and they, even if you have an argument and then you start taking your friend's advice, I mean, there's three sides to every story. There's, you know, my side, your side and the truth. And when you tell one side and you're getting an advice from an outside source, like sure. It's nice to bend, but would you start taking that? That's when trouble comes in. And the issue is, is they're not just getting, she's not just getting her sisters and her brother and, her mom's advice she's getting like publicists and managers Mm -hmm. and this person that person. they have a team her stylist oh you're getting a divorce you need to wear this like they're 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 marketing this divorce and and well that's that's why it's
2: going to get even uglier even yeah even kanye's statement to kim he says like Tracy Romulus, get out of, like, cause Ooh. I ran, she's, she's not only their friend. She has also the children. She has the cute kids that are always playing with the, with Northern Penelope, whatever, right? But he said, like, she's act, he's, you know, Tracy was their friend, but now she is like the brand, um, manager. She's the, she's the marketing person for all the KKW brands. And she said, like, he said, this isn't Kim. This is Tracy Romulus, like train Tracy Romulus, get out of here. Kim's acting like Tracy Romulus. Once again, like blaming another woman,
0: I hate to point it out because I love Kanye, but it's just like
2: no, he definitely he definitely hates women,
0: yeah, he's got a problem I, with well, women' again, but I also do, don't do women
1: protect it as much as people make it out to seem like listen you can you can throw a couple blows at me because like you know what i mean i'll I'll bite your head off like I'm not scared, you know, just because yeah. I'm a woman doesn't mean that you have to to tiptoe around me, I can handle myself I mean I hate right, women but like
0: when he's in, shut up! No, you don't. When he's when he's in a fight with Drake, he's like writing poems about it and like releasing the poems as music. And when he's in a fight with Chris Jenner, he's calling her Chris Jong Un. When he's in a fight <laughs> with Kim, he's which was hilarious, but still like he saves his real energy and his ire for women. And that's the problem. It's not that we can't take it. It's that like, he's not doing the same thing. Like the men aren't getting the smoke. The men are literally getting poems written about them. It's like,
2: which you could say actually is like thin line between love and hate. Like he's just so much more inspired, which is why he's so much funnier and meaner and more cutting when he's attacking women. But it's also like, dude, we could just use a, give me a verse. Actually. I'd rather just have a, give me a scathing verse. Don't please don't like, please don't send people to the house or, or publicly make a statement <coughs> unless it's got a rhyme to it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Now I have a question.
1: So obviously we talked about Kim dating um, and now is dating Julia Fox.
0: <laughs> you just said Kim dating um, and Kanye. Whatever his name <laughs> is,
1: but Pete, <laughs> Pete Davidson. So Kim is dating now Pete Davidson and Kanye has been seen out and is dating Julia Fox. Now, I'm wondering. I, I listened to a podcast today that uh Julia Fox was on, Call Her Daddy. We were talking about it before. Keep going. So, um, I don't know, am I allowed to reference other podcasts? Yes, your competition, yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so, um, and I was like, I wonder if this is calculated because she grew up very differently than Kim. Now he went from a girl, Kim always grew up with a silver spoon in her mouth, the, like the one that she has now, no. But she's always had a silver spoon. Her mom, after her big divorce, Bruce Jenner was the biggest thing in the United States. Mm-hmm. So she's always grown up in that, you know, Calabasas area. And Julia Fox has had a very dark history. And I wonder if there that is... Like, um
0: part of the reason why Kanye is drawn to her because he's like, yeah, I yeah. also, yeah, like, because with him, yeah, with Kim, I mean, I don't know, like, Nick, my fiance, definitely grew up with more money than me. And it's not alienating, but it is like noticeable, you know? And like, it was noticeable. Like, you know, when you're going into a relationship with someone, whether they're come, yeah, so I think you're right. I think you're right that that's probably a part of what's drawing him to her. He's like, oh, she's working her way up. And she had absolutely no, like, like Kim had a leg up, not just from the money, but from the OJ trial. Like there is a literal like family tree of how reality television happened because of the OJ trial, you know, like she's just always been in the public eye.
2: Well, and it also makes sense why she has so much space for men who are maybe like, uh, Not traditionally safe, right? 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 Who? Julia? No, Kim or
0: Kim? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The examples of relationships that Kim grew up with had
2: no no stability, including her own parents' relationship. Do you know what else is probably
0: is kind of a funny thought though? Is like, I bet you the net worth of like Chris and Caitlyn when they first got married because Caitlyn wasn't working. Caitlyn is a fucking deadbeat, and like Chris had to kind of like help turn Caitlyn into but, like someone but at on the there. time,
1: Caitlyn was Bruce. Yeah, I re- but- I refer to her as Bruce because when, you know, I mean, he yeah, raised- But, but yeah, athletes,
2: us, athletes which, when they're done with their athletic career, go through a very difficult time where they truly yeah. don't know what the fuck to- So even if he was the most- Olympian. He had no business. He had, he didn't know what to do with himself. His athletic career is over. He secretly wanted to be a woman. And so he was really just like dead in the water and depressed. He was making no money. And like Chris sort of took- caitlin and took their relationship and
0: turned it into a money maker and that was the blueprint for how she did it with all the rest of her kids. Yeah, Bruce client. And also like caitlin had two other families that she had already abandoned that she was yeah. paying child support to, which is a fucking shit show oh, and ridiculous. And and like Chris I'm sure didn't get a ton in the divorce because everyone knew she was cheating on Robert Kardashian senior. So like they actually didn't have that much money in the beginning and they were sort of like just doing a good job of like making themselves seem really rich and sort of scraping by and having the appearance of it. And I think, and also it's easier to look rich in the Valley than it is to look rich in New York. So isn't it funny to think about, like, I bet you Julia Fox's parents net worth was not all that different from Chris and Caitlin's in the beginning. I agree. I feel like well, it's just so expensive to live in New York. Like she still went to these elite schools and like, she still
2: was like in tune with this downtown scene. And you can't be, if you don't have money, she lived in Manhattan. Right. Like she did grow up in Manhattan, even if it was like a one bedroom apartment, it was, you still grew up in Manhattan. But I do think you're right. I think it's actually probably comparable. And I think that, you know, uh, they have also had different goals. Like Julia is an artist. Like Julia wanted to be an actor. So she took a different route. Whereas like, like Kim, Kim's Inn was with Paris, who was her friend. But the reason that they were connected, aside from just being from the neighborhood, was that Kim was her closet organizer.
0: Yeah, yeah. And also, I'm just saying, like, for me, growing up, we were doing fine. Like, not killing it, but, like, definitely enough money to live. And if we lived in Manhattan, we would have been poor. poor. You know what I mean? Like, just to say that, like, it's funny because it's like now Julia Fox can kind of sort of like claim this whole thing of like, oh, it was so hard. And it's like, no, you just lived in Manhattan. But do you know what I think it is also is like, Kim seems like she's had this really like bright, shiny life. And it's because it's sort of what she's wanted to portray. And like Julia is like, oh, I was a dominatrix to get by. And I was a heroin addict. like they're different brands. They're different brands. Yes. Yeah. They're putting out different brands. Right. But it also like doesn't necessarily speak to... Their actual material wealth, which doesn't matter, but it does matter because they're trying to say something about their own material wealth while they're building that brand. We all are. Like, I'm trying to say something about my own material wealth when I wear these earrings from H and M that were five dollars that everyone thinks are from like designer. You know, like because I'm like, oh, people keep giving me compliments on these. I'm going to keep wearing them even though I wasn't sure why I should buy I them. Like, I was going to compliment you on them
2: too. I really like them. Thank you. They were five and too, I was Looking at them.
0: Thank you. And like, it's like a prettier girl on my ear in case you notice I don't have makeup on. But like, then with Kanye, like, yeah, we all think of him.
2: He, all of his music is about striving. His mom was a college professor. They actually all are somewhere, they fall somewhere in the realm of whether it's high or low middle class. Yeah.
1: Do you think Kanye specifically took Julia Fox as his muse because she's put off maybe a darker brand? to like where Kim is more cookie cutter. I mean, sure, she had her scandals, but she tries to clean it up and be family oriented. She doesn't drink, she doesn't do drugs. I think he took to Julia because Julia has the
0: one, well, first of all, she's younger than Kim and men know how that grates on us. And second of all, I think Julia has the one thing Kim will never have, which is artistic street cred like she is seen as someone who has suffered for her art of the people who have known her over the past few years it's like oh she's an actress who has done one really big role and like kim will never ha- even though kim is now a darling of not even a darling of the fashion world because chanel will never dress her and a lot of people will still never touch her but like she's in she's in the fashion world she's getting vogue covers and, like, Julia could have that or not have that, but what Kim will never have is that artistic sort of thing that she has. Right, she
2: doesn't. Well, it's like the, what they always say, like, Kim doesn't have a talent. Right.
0: Which is so stupid because most actors in movies don't have a talent. No, no, they're no. just fun to look at and hot, and they're dumb enough that they can emote on command.
2: Like, it's not, you know what I, what think I mean? That, like, like, to me, the thing that why he selected or why he clicked with Julia I think number one, it is that like in certain ways she would drive, she has the potential to like drive Kim crazy because like the thing that we know her for from Uncut Gems is her ass, right? So it's like, okay, well, there are other asses out there. But I think also there's a sense of like, she is like, it is a New York LA thing. It's like, it's like they're completely different animals. Like, like I think, I think Kanye was sick of the LA everything, which is why he ultimately was in Wyoming and why he's like, okay, I'm back in Calabasas, but it's for my kids. Like, I think that he wanted to feel more like an artist again. And I think Kim didn't, I think in certain ways they were absolutely like muses for each other and inspired each other. But I do think that Julia is a more dynamic, like they probably have really why are they together if, if at all? I think they probably have really good conversations. I think the minute that, I think in order to woo Kim, he had to do, he had to do a lot of bells and whistles. I'm not talking about the way that we know that he's doing with Julia, which is like dressing or whatever. I think it was like he had to sort of. You know, he loved her for years and like there was a finally an opportunity and she was a TV star and like then they finally clicked and got to, you know what I mean? And I think with Julia, when he starts talking about just like creativity and creative ideas and he's sitting across the table from someone who's famous at this point, pretty much she only has one really good credit and it is for her ass. And otherwise, she's like a dominatrix. She's a addict, She's an interesting sort of dark. Yeah, like a dark person. But like, I think that the fact that she's just down for whatever game for whatever. Yeah. Dress me, mess me. I'll, this is my next, I think for Julia, this is her next role. Like, I think she's like, sure. Like I'll do whatever. And I think he's like, okay, cool. Then like, I got some fun ideas for us. And I think that's where Kim is so heavily managed. And so even when they started dating so I mean, when you hear the story of even Kim's first engagement or second engagement, I guess with Humphreys where they talk about how like he really did ask her to marry her and that whole thing, but then she was like, actually we could do this better. Like, and, and the camera crews came. And so like that whole Chris Humphreys engagement where she's like, you're crazy, Whatever. it's all staged. It's, com- it's, a- yeah, it's, a- you know, so I think yeah. with, with Julia, what he's finding exciting is that he can really kind of do, um like performative street art in the way that the Kardashians now are just too much of a corporation to have anything just be like idea, let's do it. It's gotta be passed by this person and there's gotta be these people involved and we gotta get the opinion of Chloe and Kourtney. and except when, to to Khloe, except when it comes to Chloe's except when it comes to
0: Chloe clapping back at comments where that is the no, one truly lawless. Take her phone. <laughs> My favorite part of the profile was Chloe came up with the Kim is saying this Chloe came up with the best phrase for that yesterday. She said, post and ghost, like post something and then don't read the comments. And I'm like, Chloe has never posted and ghosted in her life. She is in those
2: comments, in the weeds, like combing Mm -hmm. the punctuation. All we could do for Chloe at this point is if and when we find her in the comment section, we should all just write underneath hashtag post and ghost. That's
1: really smart. It's her idea, and it's like reminding you. I think she comments so much because she's very. I think she's very insecure. Uh,
0: But what we're trying to say is like she has nothing to be insecure about. Like she should be laughing at any of us for even caring what her hands look like. like, She's fucking winning. So crazy. Like yeah, like who cares? She Her she doesn't need crazy anyone now. to think she's skinny, you know.
1: Like she just. I know, needs- but you can't, you can't, you can't tell somebody not to feel that way. Like I, you know, I mean, we I all have our insecurities. So you know, Molly, I look at your, you know bikini pictures i'm like i know and then yeah you, you know but you're, and you're probably and you're like it. oh my god like i'm bloated i feel this way when nobody else is seeing what you're seeing you know i only po- post them on like my three
0: skinny days of the year first of all that is not what it always is and second of all
1: like i think but
2: you're making her point you're making local sarah's point
1: you're making <laughs> my point is that Exactly, but I don't saying, think that, Even if you were to gain 20, 30 pounds, like you're beautiful. You could post anything. I mean, I'm insecure about my forehead. I'm constantly thinking about it, I'm constantly looking at it. Like I want to like figure out how to make it like... I have an underbite. might be like, well, yeah, like... You guys are crazy. You're you have like, an I didn't even notice
0: your underbite. And you, you know? I know. And to Sarah, you don't have a crazy forehead. I don't even know what you're insecure about with your oh, forehead. Like, is it too small, too big? I don't even know. And my point though is... Like arguing with people in the comments is going to make it better. And that's what I want Chloe to realize. Like, Chloe, like, I'm starting to get there as I get older where I'm like, yo, no one is on the Molly train because they're like, wow, she's fucking stunning. It's not that. It's like, it's like, probably something else it's probably my personality like my main thing to offer the world is not going to be my appearance and like so if people don't like it it's like okay i don't like
2: it either you know like we're on we're in the we're on the same team This i also think (laughs) chloe's like sort of missing an opportunity because she's insecure like what they should say when they're like wow chloe like your edward scissor hands or your you know your your elongated feet because she should have a deal with Facetune. Or photos. Yeah. Why isn't she going, oh, ha ha ha? Yeah, we all do this and be the face of the fucking brand. Also, like, ha ha ha,
0: I have a gazillion dollars. I live in a mansion. Right. I've never worked an honest day in my fucking life. And I'm still going to be richer than all of you until the day I die. And I fuck really hot basketball players. Like, Chloe, who cares well, if we think
2: that you don't have the right. I, yeah, but he's hot. Sure. I mean, no, he's he, I would say she has extremely questionable like taste in men. I think that the issue, though, is if- personality wise, yes. But, like, I Tristan, come on, Tristan yeah, is not. really. Exactly. So, I mean, but here's the issue to me, the, the larger issue, though, and this kind of ties back to the local, local Sarah is not convinced. She doesn't like him, but that's okay. Everyone's different. Data. You know what? Maybe it's mostly because of the personality that yeah. I don't know. I-, I mean, he's a clown.
1: If you looked
0: at him in a vacuum, if you only yes. saw what he looked like. You'd be like, yes, Chloe, yeah.
2: finally, you're getting what you deserve. And then she fuck and then But yeah. see this, I think, is a is a nice tie it up, tie it in moment here. Two things. Number one, um, I think that the reason that Chloe has become the sort of character in real life and in on the shows in the media that she that she is, is because she is someone who like like when the Kardashians first went on air, like Chloe even if she was a teenager or whatever, like she's, she's the youngest. Like this was not ever the Chloe show, you know, Kylie and slim were too young to have any sort of opinion about what was going on. It was just like, Hey, this is what we do. Right. This is the family business. I think Chloe was right at that age where, okay, she wasn't going to say, no, I don't want to do this. And she was like, okay, well I'm funny. And like Rob and I at least will have like each other, But I don't think this was something that Chloe would have ever signed up for. I don't think that I think that this whole experience of being on reality TV has exacerbated all of her insecurities. And I think she's just been playing this game of like catch up and comparison this whole time where like maybe she could have had a different life where this was never even like in her face or like her differences than her sisters wasn't in her face as much as it it became.
0: Okay, I agree that she was dealt a rough hand because of how different she looks from Kim and Courtney, and that really sucks. And I know a lot of tall girls have like this tall girl insecurity that is something I can never fully understand because I I think I wish, I fucking wish that I was tall. But
2: like if you, no, I do wish that I was tall because you can eat more. Do you know that you're short? Okay, we're going to get some talls on the show. I don't think you're right about that, but keep going. No,
0: I am right about that. It's science. Trust the science. It's because I'm five foot two, I can eat like 600 fewer calories a day than someone who's five foot eight. Hmm. And that's a lot of food. Okay. That's why I strength train, but we're getting on a tangent. Anyway, I think that, yes, Chloe may not have signed up for it. And the reason she wouldn't have signed up for it is because she would have had low self-esteem, which I also would. I would also be like, oh my God, I would be terrified to go on television. What would I look like? But she clearly loves it. And she's clearly like, she has the same thing that like, you know, Julia Roberts has and Meghan Markle has where they're desperate for everyone to like them and think that they're the best person on the planet. It's not enough just for people to tune into them and to tune into their lives Chloe also needs everyone to know that she's the nice sister. She's the one who cares the most about Rob. She's perfect looking like she's not able to. She loves being famous and she loves the public eye because if she didn't, she would be doing what Rob is doing. She would be a recluse. She's got enough money.
2: They're not. They're not speaking out loud. I could see that. I mean, I don't know. I just think like I don't I I don't know if she would be a recluse as much as she might just have like more of a normal experience of. I mean, her love and dating history is so painful. It really is. I know. It's so like, oh. Um. But also like, hey, you don't have to
0: date like super hot NBA players. You can also date a CPA. Right. You could date a lawyer. You could date a guy who's not going to be this like buzzy, like rapper or like famous guy. I feel like she just like, is so know,
2: competitive with her sisters.
0: Exactly. Like date a normal ass guy. Just date like a mechanic. You don't need to be like you have enough money these guys are actually a liability because their careers are ending with 29 right and you are set for life like why are you dating like yeah they might seem like the good the safe bet now there's a like, lot
2: of kids to pay for and his career is not gonna his basketball career is coming to an end
0: right and his PR is so terrible no one's gonna hire him PR as a commentator terrible. date a guy with a 401k <laughs> who's not using you for your money because these guys are actually using her for her longevity and her staying power and like if it wasn't also, by the way, I think Lamar Odom seems like a very sweet man with a lot of demons. They really and love each other, though. I know. If he didn't have all those demons, like I would be rooting for them to get if back together. You but trust now, him
2: at this point,
0: you can't. You just can't. I
2: remember the word you said, though, because we were talking earlier about how this girl was like Kim Spired. Is that what you said before Kim Inspiration? I remember what you said. I remember what you said. Kimitator. So Kimitator, Okay, so the the I so I just made up Kimspiration or or Kimspired, but what you said earlier that made me laugh was that she was a Kimposter.
0: A Kimposter. That's what it was. Oh, okay. On the topic also of New York versus LA. I really want to get your guys perspective on this because like Sarah, Benny, Sarah and I were talking before earlier before we even started recording about how Julia Fox just looks so much more rumpled than Kim. And like, I think now that we've talked about the New York versus LA of it, it, I think it's a New York LA thing because I feel like in New York, it's more of a serve to have a little bit of a hair out of place. And whereas in LA, it's like, you need to be camera ready at all times. Like, and Kim's whole vibe comes from drag Queens. Like broadly did a big story where they interviewed her makeup artists and like years ago, about how she was using drag makeup on Kim, and like I don't know, what
2: do you guys think about? I think they're different. Looks? I think that Julia looks rumpled because this, these aren't her clothes. This isn't her look. She is, you know what? It's like people. You asked me a few weeks ago, like, why did you have such a bad time on last Comic Standing? And it's like, okay, well, one of the one of the major reasons was because when you go into hair and makeup and they dress you and they put you in an outfit that you would never, like, technically someone might have looked at me and said, Oh my God, you like they curled my hair. I was in a color blue I would never wear. I was wearing heels. I was wearing pants that weren't mine. So like it's it's, paralegal. It was just like it was like, I'll show you the pictures. It's like technically I was ready for TV, the color, everything about and my I had professional makeup. I mean it's like they have and I have never felt like I looked dumpier in my life and I look at the pictures now and I'm like I'm right I like if I I look better I would rather have shown up on last comic standing wearing exactly what I'm wearing now and done I would I was so physically uncomfortable though because like the clothes weren't mine and that wasn't my look like this isn't Julia's look and she does know that she is playing a competition like she is being used a little bit as a as a a, a, like a player in a divorce yeah and also
0: this is again you're proving all of my points on fashion, right? By the way, it has nothing to do with labels. It's all about expressing who you are. You felt fashion
2: dysphoria on that stage. That's exactly how I felt.
1: I think we have to remember too with Julia Fox is that she's Kanye's muse. I think she's beautiful. I think she's got like this dark, attractive, different thing going than Kim. I don't think she reminds me of Kim at all besides the butt, but, Mm -hmm. um, I think she's Kanye's muse and I think that Kanye has this very dark, grimy kind of fashion sense right now that he's wearing those like boots and things. And I think that she's letting him do things that Kim was like, no, like you could do this, you could do that, but I'm not going to let you do that black crazy. Like my face is going to be contoured and cut and creased. And you're oh, not going to do this the crazy eyeliner you can't do that crazy eyeliner. You can't do like, I'm not going to walk around with this or that things that, you know, that are making, uh, Julia look like, Oh, she doesn't look as good as Kim. Well, maybe cause he's not going for good looks. He's going for high fashion. There's so many high fashion things that I'm like, I would never wear that, you know? And that's that's his mentality and that's what he's going for. And I think that Julia is more open to things than Kim is.
0: And I think Kim, I think that's such a good point. And Kim was like that in the beginning of their relationship. That's when she wore the couch dress to the Met Gala was when they first started dating. (laughs) But she was so cute. She was pregnant. I know. I know. I love her. I loved it. But like when she would bleach her eyebrows for fashion shoots, she's not doing that anymore. Last few years. Never. Yeah, last few years she has asserted herself and said, "Look, this is how I'm dressing and no, Connie, I'm not going to do that." And remember at the fucking um the most recent Met Gala that they went to when she had the wet look, which was so amazing with the corset. That and is he, my
2: number 1 Kim look of all time.
0: Yeah, it was so good and and he was like, "I'm not comfortable with this because you're my wife." And she was just like, "I don't care." Yeah.
2: And, like, yeah. That was cause, the beginning of the end, really, because when she stopped actually listening to what her genius-controlling husband was saying, I think that's when it started. He doesn't want to be with someone who gives him pushback on what we're wearing. And it was the beginning of his, like gospel jesus christ
0: christianity journey which like who wants to be a part of someone else's that like if you're going on it yourself sure fair enough but like you can't be it's like when you're dating someone who's like starting to go to aa it's like happy for you really cool well he you know reaches
1: it in some sense listen i you know i i don't think that's a bad journey for people to go on. i think it's an amazing journey to go exactly. on. exactly but oh, you have yes, to yes. If you're gonna go on such a hard journey, you gotta follow it through. Like if you're going to, you know, have Sunday service, I think that's amazing. I I mean Sunday service has been groundbreaking and, and amazing. And the the people in it are just incredibly talented. Yeah. But then he does crazy things that it's like, well, if you're trying to be good and follow the word of God and things like that, lashing out on your wife and demeaning her publicly isn't really not that godly, bro. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to take the higher road. When he first came out with it, I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is good thing for anybody, you know? then it just feels, I think now very like inauthentic. It's like when you date someone who goes through phases,
0: you can sense when a phase is starting and you're just like, okay, Oh, okay. We're doing this now. All right. Call me in six months when I'll be Mm -hmm. right here where you left me like back in the fucking real world. Like, I think that was really what it was more than anything. It wasn't her being like, no, I'm going to, portray myself in a sexual way. It was her being like, this isn't you. Like you, like I know that this isn't you because
2: the Kardashians are religious. And you can't start dating somebody because of because you fall in love with who they are and then like tear down who they are. When he started dating Kim, we were way past the sex tape. We had two marriages in the bag. We were talking about someone who was exploiting their sexuality as their business model and it was working and she was famous for it. For him to now have a problem with with female sexuality or expression of female Sexuality, or like you know, North's never gonna do this, that stuff. It's like, well, we'll fuck you. Does he have a problem
1: with it because he's doing it with Julia Fox right now? So, right, he likes it when it serves him, he's just being a
0: hater, he likes it when it serves him and he raps about it in his songs. He exploits female sexuality in his music and then he just gets annoyed when it's beyond his control. It's just like any man, it's like Taylor's time. I want to read you guys some of the passages from the Vogue profile and and hear your thoughts. The monochromatic palette has become her signature, from the skims she designs to the Balenciaga she consistently wears, down to the cars she owns, a Maybach, Rolls-Royce, and Lamborghini SUV, all in the exact same shade of gray. I can't decide whether this is just a middle-class girl trying to look rich by picking the most boring shit possible so that she doesn't look tacky. Or is it tasteful? Is it her taste? Or is it her trying desperately to look tasteful? That's my
2: question. I think it's Kanye's taste.
1: I think it's Kanye's taste.
2: They're right about that. No, he changed her aesthetic completely. Everything about why she is where she is in the fashion world. Sorry, I was just choking on Seltzer. But the all black, when we're going, she's dressing just like Kim. He dressed her like that. That's why he's doing this with Julia, because he wants to go, I could do this with anybody. No,
0: but he's dressing Julia differently than Kim. He's putting her in sculptural pieces. He's putting her in stuff, that that denim on denim. Kim would never wear that with the
1: the big, like, baggy shoulders and everything. But now you think she has a bunch of stylists working for her now too she's and got she has more a brand. yeah but she's always been
2: a little thought a little bit Tatiana. she's yeah, always she didn't been- have skims changes everything skims and kkw beauty and tracy romulus being the person it's like both skims and kkw beauty match completely in terms of it all being one brand and that it's like nudes that was the kanye started that with his photo shoot where the girls were passing know, out nobody's he's
0: all okay. So monochrome, sure. But he he always has volume. He's always playing with volume and Kim is not playing with volume, but I think, okay, this is okay. So the charitable read, the non Kanye read is she thinks this is what fashion people and rich people want to see. And then the show Kanye read is she thinks this is, this is just Kanye rubbing off on her.
2: Or I don't even think it's that it's what she thinks people want to see. I think if anything, like if it's a, if it's a Kanye's out of the read, read, she could say that it's not like, like she does have so much going on. Like she could say it's not distracting. She could say it's not, she doesn't have to think about it. Like it's the same reason why we all just wear like basic black or why we all, you know, I think she just wants it to be easy because she does have so much going on and it just seems like it matches all the brands. And I do think that Kanye did give her, I think when he introduced this concept to her that she was like, oh my God, it's like, it's like why Steve Jobs wore the same fucking shirt Every day,
0: yeah, but I don't think we're gonna see her go back to her Chris Humphreys florals. No, Sarah. never. No,
2: that's what I'm saying. That like this, yeah. this works for her. She found he for created her. this, created a
1: style, and he was like, "We're gonna go with a neutral palette. You don't need to put on like bling and this and that. We're gonna dress yep. you like in a biker shorts and a sweatshirt and heels, and people are gonna lose their shit." And it didn't make sense to us. And what are we all wearing right now? Biker shorts, and we're like. <laughs> you know what i mean like it's crazy to think but like a her and biker shorts and a pair of heels it sounds absolutely insane you think she came up with that no way this is kine kine's yeezys everyone wants a pair are they pretty no but there there's something about them that we're all attracted to
2: okay i guess yeah. i just want to give kim a I want to give Kim more credit. She doesn't deserve it here. Kim's awesome. She has good credit in knowing, okay, this is what I like. This is the best of Kanye. But no, I mean, when you even look at like those old Kardashians, like, because it's not even their fault. It's Chris. When you walk in and they they had those like patterned, like checkerboard floors. I mean, the level of like ornate. I like checkerboard kitchen floors. I don't mind. Well, it's not. First of all, it was always the foyers. But I don't mind a checkerboard. I'm just saying that like when we see the footage of the houses before it was, they were, because at the beginning of it, they were all living together, right? So like, Like, Chris's house, you know, and then you see, like, the exteriors even were, like, these very, like, Spanish, like, you know, and there was, like, columns, and I think, I think... Kanye really was like um let's try simple and then she was like oh shit this is easy and then I could also see there probably being a breaking point where he's like okay now let's because he really is an artist he is a gem and I so where he's going let's add volume let's get crazy she's like no I actually created two brands that go with this aesthetic my silhouette is the thing so he's simultaneously like disconnecting from her in that way he's also probably bored with it and her and he feels like he's not getting credit for that's all also- he gets credit for Let's also not forget that he had a
0: line that he showed in Paris Fashion Week before Yeezy that was critically panned and was just as tacky as anything Kim was wearing at that time. Can you send me a link? yeah i'll send you a link but listen
1: i, I think so uh, that he is i think what we're saying is i i think he's more the artist and the creator i think that kim is an amazing brander she knows how to brand herself and that alone is a talent like and i think it's a collab that's why
0: i think it's a collab because i think when she started saying no i'm not wearing the couch dress no i'm not bleaching my eyebrows anymore that's when she really started to look fucking amazing mm-hmm. like because when he was with that couch dress, that to me is all him.
1: He gets credit for all her hits and none but, of her but that couch dress achieved exactly what they wanted to achieve. She trended. Okay. People remember it. It's been a decade, a decade. And we Good still point. talk about the couch dress. And, and we picture that ad- in our mind, those ugly gloves, the, the, the maroon flowers. A decade later, he did exactly what he wanted to do. He didn't, she didn't walk out of the house. He wasn't like, oh, you look stunning, honey. Of course, she looked beautiful. She was pregnant. But they did exactly what they wanted to do. They made an impact. Something that people are going to remember for, I mean, 10 years later, we still can picture that dress in our head.
2: Well, and we've talked about it before on the pod, which is that like one of the Kardashians sort of best tricks in the book is to like, Air on the side of bad, like, yeah, like, shame me, yeah. like, bad publicity, ugly thing, right? That's why Chloe should be being like, yes, I have the biggest hands in the world. She should be doing an Edward Scissorhands Edward Scissors photo shoot if she actually wants to play the Kardashian game, right? But I also think... That it's interesting too because in the in the Vogue profile they bring it up about like her like Dementor outfit or whatever where they say like remember the Met Gala isn't actually about looking good and it's not about glam it's about wearing a costume yeah. So being pregnant there looking like a couch and and having people talk about it ten years later yeah I totally agree like mission accomplished it is achieved the thing is when since she has
0: diverted from that she has continued to have a big impact while also i think being more true to herself and looking like more
2: it's not so much infamy anymore oh yeah 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 but i think that the other thing too is that what we're finding is that she has become genuinely a much more serious person and i don't think she's as interested in you know look whether it was the baby bar or not what she's doing is really cool and like the example that she's setting is really cool and i think that she is finding i think that she's finding that she finally does have the platform and the power and the status that she worked so hard she did work hard for it. she was just paris hilton closet organizer who wanted more for herself sarah i'll send you this podcast you're gonna love it you have to listen to the whole thing but it's like She now understands her power. She's a mother of four. She's, you know, I think she, when it comes to like the monochrome and the sleek and the chic, I think on the one hand, it's just like easy, it's pleasant. It's not a, you know, there's no drama associated to it. Yeah, I think she's taken
0: what she liked and left what she didn't like behind from the Kanye era. Okay, here's the next quote I want to hear everyone talk about. For so long, I did what made other people happy. And I think in the last two years, I decided I'm going to make myself happy. And that feels really good. And even if that created changes and caused my divorce. So she's saying that her saying that I'm in the last two years, she said, I'm going to make myself happy and that might have caused her divorce.
1: Um, I think that that is her being very transparent and true i think that marriage in general is really hard i've been married for 10 years in january it, it was, was 10 years of being nozzle. married and and i'm only 23 or 23 i got married at 23 i'm 33 dude
2: she was a child bride here we are full <laughs> the cat got the motherfucking bag And people change and, you know, we've
1: changed a lot. And I think the important part of marriage is changing together. I think them being so heavily influenced from the outside, plus both of them being creative and Kanye being an artist, I think he was changing and going into one direction and she was changing it to going to another. And instead of following his path, she def- decided to follow her own. And maybe he would have stuck with the religion and things like that if he got out of the L.A. headspace. Maybe getting back into L.A. and living back in Calabasas and in this puts him in this darker headspace. And maybe he wanted to go over there. Maybe he thought, like, well, if I make this nice place for her and she comes out and visits, like, she'll want to spend more time because she could see that we could be a family. A normal fam, like you know, you don't really know exactly what, but I do think that that's really being heard, being genuine. I think that you know they were together for, I mean, North is nine, so they were together for almost a decade. I've been married for a decade, and my husband and I. We're nowhere near have the life of what they have. We're pretty normal people. We are normal people, but there are changes that have happened in the past ten years, and we have changed. And I have grown up a lot. But do you ever feel?
0: Yeah, do you ever feel a moment where you're like, either I have to choose myself or choose my marriage?
1: Um. I mean, not yet. No, but I can see myself getting to that point because there are challenges in marriage. And if, and Molly, you're about to be married. If you think that you're going to get into a marriage and you're not going to face like a time where you're like, I don't know, like if this is what I envision because People change and you don't realize that how much you're changing as years go by. And then I realize, like, oh, this is something we always used to do together. But like now it's different. You throw kids into the mix. You throw bills and finances and we own a business like things change. So, yeah, I could picture myself. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if say five years down the road, you know, 10 years, like one of my fears, I'll just say one of my fears is my husband is from Brazil he's an American citizen. Now his whole family's in Brazil. One of my fears is that he'll want to move back there. Mm -hmm. That's his home, you know, and that could be one of your husband's fears. Is like, I know you love it here, but will she want it when you have kids and you change as a mother in your entire world, you're going to feel this like thing come over you. It's going to be like a ton of bricks that just get thrown on top of you. And you're gonna be like, wow, I'm a different person. I'll never be the same person.
0: I need to be on the Seaside Heights boardwalk right now.
1: Yeah. Like my kid needs to be wearing like, you know, GTL t-shirts and, you know, but you might feel like I want to be by my mom.
0: Yeah. 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 You
1: know, I want to be in the United States. I want to be familiar with our shitty ass school systems I think there are things that you worry about them changing and him being like, you know, we own land there and things. I'm worried that he's going to be like, I want to move there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: People change right now. Does he want to move there? No, he's happier. He has his business. He has his kids. We own a house. You know, we have a good life here. But you know, who's to say in another five years, he's like, I want to slow it down a little bit. I want to move to Brazil. Let's finish out our life there.
0: I know. And also, like, the US is so much more of a rat race than every other country. It's so crazy. Everything is more expensive. And then, like, whenever you go anywhere else, you're just like, why the fuck are we doing this? Like, but it is have it does have benefits. But like,
1: We well, have to remember, Brazil's a third world country. So actually, everything's cheaper here. <laughs> In the US, it's so- cheaper. Sure. So in Brazil, like they, they sell, um, gas by the liter, and a liter of gas in us dollars would be like $8 for a liter. Um, so that's why nobody has cars, you know? So certain things are cheaper, but a lot of things are more expensive. I remember when I lived in Brazil, I mean, us getting Listerine was like a luxury and I was like, oh, wow. yeah, I learned how to make my own Listerine by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the toothpaste and butter concentrate because there was times right before I moved back to the United States where like we couldn't afford the $32, $32 bottle of list. Oh shit. So there's certain things that are, that I'm like, I just, as an American, like I can never go back and live, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What you're talking about is like, am I going to have to move to a place where Listerine costs $32? And what Kim is talking about is, do I have to go to Wyoming and see Northwest's Frisians? Remember when Northwest had all the Frisians? So it's like, it is kind of like everything you read about them, you're you're sort of like, yo, you're so rich. I can't believe you have any problems. But at the same time, I guess it's everybody's problems just with more money. Benny, Sarah, what do you
2: want to say? I think that it also is, um an issue of mental compatibility because like i think kanye is a very difficult personality i think we saw it like exemplified when she was becoming a lawyer and he was like fake running for president but like there's also sorry the dogs but there's also that like you know there's the episode where she's talking about like he he was like this is just like i I know this type where he's like you brought me the wrong color Band-Aid or like, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think that at a certain point, especially when she's younger and she has built this career where she is being pushed in different ways by producers. And then he becomes like the ultimate producer of her life. Cause he's a million times cooler. I think then, then you, then you have kids and then you actually start your career for real, for real. And you realize that you have an adult man that wants to pick fights with you over Band-Aid colors And it's not attractive Mm -hmm. anymore. So I think when she's saying I chose myself, what she's saying is I don't want to fight about what I'm afraid that you're going to... I think that there are things that she would have gone along with before when maybe even there was one kid or whatever. I think four children later, she's like, bro, you cannot be my fifth child. And I think he does act like a little... Bitch, I think he is incredibly demanding. I think he can be really mean. I think to be with him for real for real would mean that she would be sacrificing certain things about herself that before she maybe didn't care as much about because the payoff was worth it. But I think that like now she has so much going on and she's really proud of the life that she's built. And it's like, why would I have this person that's possible that, it, that it's likely that he'll disturb the peace it's more likely that he'll disturb the beats by having his own like emotional little baby outburst. And I I don't think she wants to deal with that. I think when she's saying I choose myself, it's like, I'm not going to be in that conversation.
0: Yeah, I also think with that quote, the reason why she specified in the last two years, she was doing damage control to his presidential run. Yes. that was where She
2: was like, this is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that was when
2: I think she was like, fuck this.
0: Yeah, when he was meeting with Trump and all, like, I think she could deal with him meeting with Trump. And then when he started saying Chris Jong-un and the terrible things he said about North, she was like, okay, that was, and
2: I think she was like, I'm not standing by this. I do not want it. That's her version of what's worse. Having no, I can't say it. It's too terrible. Don't say it. I know. And
0: like it's but so in this quote, in the last two years I decided I'm gonna make myself happy, that is her in a coded way saying, Yes, that incident was the moment that I said, I'm done with this. This there's we're past point of no return. This marriage
2: over like my sanity.
0: This next quote, which reminds me of just income inequality and everything. She says, I was in the Bahamas. And this is about New Year's Eve when she was in the Bahamas with Pete Davidson, allegedly. I was in the Bahamas. And the people I was with said, we're on fucking vacation. We haven't been on vacation in a long time. And they threw their phones in the ocean. And she said, I was like, what? Am I allowed to do that? And it's like, I'm so sure that the people you are on vacation with haven't been on vacation in, in a long time. Please. Please. And yes, sure. They threw their phones in the ocean. They probably have two other phones. Yeah, that's all the all- pictures. Right. All rich, important people have multiple phones.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I also thought it was, it, I, I, that was the only quote where I was like, Kim, shut up. It just, it just reeks of privilege. Like, I totally get it. I put my shit in electronics too, and I don't have the kind of wealth, even close. I mean, I'm overdraft putting my phone in the ocean. I just have a lot of faith and I believe in the power of manifestation.
0: You putting your phone in the ocean is like a girl interrupted scenario. It's not like a, wow. We're
2: finally on vacation. I just feel like either she was like saying that as like a euphemism and it's like throw your phone. I think it's like somebody I think she was either saying like turn your phones off or she's not acknowledging like that for most people phones are not just like a willy nil I'm just gonna go buy a new phone like actually phones are expensive and like that was the only quote in the article that I was like kind of triggered by where I was like Kim don't like we don't need you to flaunt like I I could have had her just say we turned the phones off. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think she was just trying to make it seem like, and we just tossed it in the ocean. It was so liberating. I feel so liberated with Pete, but like, it kind of just came off like, did you guys throw your phone in the ocean? And, right. Oh, and
2: and, if and your look, I'm kid, so like,
0: sorry that you're getting so many offers of work that you're so overwhelmed. It reminds yeah, me of like, turn it off.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it did, you it me, did you get it out of the ocean? That's pl- 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 littering.
0: No, I'm saying they have yeah, they littered and I'm telling you, they all at least have one other phone. 100%. All the people is like they all these rich people have multiple phones, all important people have multiple phones. Also, it reminded me of like someone I follow who um is a, a writer and they're always tweeting about how hard it is to write books. And I'm like, okay, give me your book deal then. Like,
2: right, 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 me- right, right. It's just really Kim okay. Kardashian, Give me your
0: phone. Let me be suddenly slotted into this company. Yes, I know you
2: worked hard for it, for it. But like, I've worked hard too. We've, we're all working hard. It's like, give me your phone. My entire phone screen looks like there was a, a lightning storm on it. I can't even, I get a cut on my finger every time I swipe my phone. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> like be the Oprah of phones. Give us all phones. If you're going to just really toss them into the ocean, like it's nothing. It's kind of this I annoying thing, thing of made
0: up story yeah it's made up and it's it's just this annoying thing of like if you're making six figures or even high five figures you're like oh god work is so hard i'm under so much pressure it's like okay take a pay cut like be like the rest of the world you don't need to be making that much money you're making that much money so that you can have luxuries in life which yes we all deserve luxuries but like miss me with that don't complain about it in something everyone can read complain about it to your other rich friends I really found it interesting that she's plant-based and she she's also... has been
1: plant-based for a while.
0: I know, like, but I thought she had, like, a phase because she was on Atkins
1: Forever. We all were on Atkins Forever, honey. <laughs> she
0: ordered English breakfast tea with steamed oat milk and honey and a basket of bread. Well, I think she...
1: I, I Yeah, I mean, I... I think she probably eats a lot of bread. Yeah. I think she works out too much. She, can to get cool sculpting. she works out every day. I yeah. don't think that she has to eat that well, you gain a couple pounds, you get a couple sculpting. They have like was that that cryo, whatever.
0: Oh, uh, well, I always forget they're just getting it sculpted off. Good yeah, they're cool. not. I
1: mean, I mean, they work out hard. I do believe they do work out hard, but they 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 do their cool sculpting
2: harder. Well, that's like when you hear Kylie too. Kylie's always like, all I eat is pizza and McDonald's. And it's like, okay, well, then we know that there has been something done. <laughs> Maybe, you know.
0: Right. And like whenever yeah. I used to work in close proximity to models, they would always be saying that too. Oh, I just eat junk food. Here's the difference. First of all, they're built like a giraffe. Right. Second of all, they eat junk food once a day and they don't eat anything else. Right. Like, they would be intermittently fasting by accident. Like I think if you did a study on like models and super thin people, I think they have a different type of like insulin resistance than the rest of us because they don't need to be eating. Like I get lightheaded if I don't eat every like five hours, you know, but mm-hmm. – these girls that were super thin that I would see, they would just be like, Oh my God, I forgot to eat today. And I'd be like, I'm going to stab myself in the eyeball. The Forget to I've, eat thing, It's like, I
2: can't even imagine. I've never forgotten to eat in my you know, life. It's like what I think about, like when I wake up and as I fall asleep. Right.
0: <laughs> when am I going to eat again? Yeah. And
1: mm-hmm. they'd be like, I forgot. Kim likes to eat. And, but I, but I believe that Chloe is a face of cool scope. And I have gotten cool scope before. Oh my God, wait, tell us all about yeah, it. I almost bought a Groupon. Do it. It's amazing. I, I, I did it. Did it for wait, my how does it work? After I, so they like suction on like just one part of your body. So it's not like lipo. It's not like you'd be like, I oh, want my whole stomach. You would have to get like your upper and your lower or just in or your flanks. I did for my love handles. I'm very hippie. I have a very big hourglass finger and that's where I hold the majority of my weight. So after I had... After actually before I had Mateo, I got it done before a wedding. And then after I had Mateo, I got it done as well on my love handles. Okay,
0: you work in healthcare. So if you're telling me that that actually
1: works. It works. It worked on me. It worked. It 100% so it, works. Well,
2: like What does work mean? That like it just, yeah, what
1: happened? What, what Yeah, like, whoa. <laughs> it, 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 well, it freezes your fat cells. So like liposuction, you're pulling it out, you're sucking it out. This freezes it and it like breaks it down. Your body breaks it down. So it's not gonna work as effectively as liposuction liposuction you might get better result but you have to remember these girls are getting treatments there's no downtime so you get a treatment a week later you get another treatment a week later you get another like it doesn't matter and i believe that chloe kardashian is a spokesperson yes for cool sculpting
2: revenge body a million percent but at the end of the day like unless you have celebrity money or you are a celebrity and you're it's like the beauty standard even if it's like curvy beauty. The fact that Kim and Courtney this past two weeks have been busted using like a Photoshop or FaceTune or whatever, it says everything, right? So even with all the cool sculpting and the uncool face tuning, the fact that they're even still insecure about how perfect they look online, it's like we have all need to give ourselves a break. That's why I yeah. think working out is so important because it kind
0: of changes your perception of your body from what it looks like to what it's doing. That's cool. And it's like, I can actually do a 20 minute arms class with 10 pound dumbbells now. Awesome. and I used to not even be able to fucking like lift it off the floor. And like, now that I can do that, yes, my body looks a million times better and I can see it improving every single day, but I also don't care as much. Yeah, and It's like, it just changes your relationship to it, cool. and it. And it makes you just feel like you don't, it doesn't have to look perfect all the time, but I also am going to look into this cool sculpting.
1: <laughs> My husband's guy just got, you know, um, FUE The uh, he got his hair taken from back here and put up at his crown. I can't believe yeah. more men so, don't do that. We, yeah. we love we love men that are open to uh, plastic surgery. You
0: we know, also love a bald jacked
1: man, though.
2: Molly I'm, loves I'm, the, yeah, I love the bald jacked man. That's very Jersey Shore.
1: They don't have to budget for it. Like if I didn't have to budget for Botox or when I got Invisalign, like if I didn't have to budget for that, like I would be like, do it all. <laughs> like I would be looking a lot. You my look forehead right. would you look, look a lot different.
0: <laughs> you look fabulous. You do look fabulous. You look fucking amazing. Oh And Botox is cheaper in the UK.
2: Okay, so maybe I'll save when what I get it? Botox for the first time for sometime when I come visit you.
0: I think it's cheaper, yeah.
1: And my girl, my Botox girl is Oscar's mom's Owner, Monster's
2: grandma. Hmm.
1: So I got Botox once, and I wanted the brow lift, like to be lifted, and I feel like they did the opposite. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> my forehead couldn't move, but my eyebrows. <laughs> I'm down. I'm
0: like, that happened. to me. I feel like that actually happened to me once too. I'm not
2: even kidding. One of the things that that really changed for me when I was in coaching school was that when people have problems with you or like especially when you put yourself out there and people are triggered or they have problems with you like really rewiring your brain to know that not only is it a good thing but really realizing that like when people have problems like, like if somebody hates you or you do something and, and the people the reason that they're even Triggered is number one, because you're visible enough that you're making an impact. And then what you're actually just doing is reflecting something about themselves that they're uncomfortable with. And we do so much avoidance of our own inner work and of our own accountability. And so what happens is we, we see someone else that we then go, okay, I can express it out here and I can hate them and whatever. But it's actually like when you trigger someone, it means that not, not only have you penetrated and are you effective and are you actually successful by process in your mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm but then also that it has nothing to do with you. It's actually just other people. You, you, everybody's problems with you are only through the lens of their own problems with themselves, across, like, every single time. Like, really nothing's personal. Unless you're, like, being me. Sure, but that's not what I mean, though. That's not, like, someone being triggered by, like, saying, like, Chloe's hands. It's like if you're obsessed with Chloe's photoshopped hands, then you need to take a look at not only your Photoshop jobs, but just like how judgmental are you being of yourself? Or like why are you spending so much time picking right. apart the little the fingers? It's like people it's like-
1: hating Kim Kardashian or being like, oh my God, I can't believe you like her. I'm like, I like her because I think she's beautiful and I think the show is funny and because like I like to raise women up like I right. love I'm a woman woman. Like I love hanging out with girls. I like having girlfriends. I like you know, I right. love my
2: friends 100%. look better. I'm
1: not in a competition with anyone. Right. Like haters like, hate
2: themselves. People who hate
0: Kim Kardashian, it's especially with the sex tape thing, it's because they're angry that she got to have a sex tape and still be respected. Yeah. Because they've been pushing down their own sexuality yeah. in order to get respect for their entire yeah. lives. And like people who are angry about Chloe editing her hands are angry that they can't get away with editing the shit out right. of their photos and getting famous off of it like right. yeah that's all
2: or that they don't even but have a okay. platform to that even if i did do edwards's hand Edwards hands no not even notice the final quote we're gonna go through
0: this is the quote i always think what will be next because i always had kanye who knew exactly what the next fashion era would be for me and there's something scary about being out there on there on your own but also something so liberating so for me, first thoughts, this came at the end of the profile, was like it's so relatable for a woman going through a divorce to say there's something scary about being out there on their on your own, but also something so liberating. Because
1: so I have goosebumps right now. I don't know if you could say I got goosebumps from it. What? Because- but okay. <laughs> Okay, you go, you go. Yes. As a married woman, as a mom, like it becomes your identity. Like, I don't feel like I have any other identity than being a mom and a wife. Like, it becomes you. And it's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. But it becomes your identity. And I think about, like, I'm not going through a divorce, but I think about my kids getting older and Dominic becoming his own person and Mateo becoming his own person. And that is a a fearful, but liberating feel. Like you're like, this is why I had them. I want to see them grow up. I want them to be their own person. But what happens when they walk out of the house? Who am I? When my kid goes to college, when my kid moves to Brazil or London or gets married, like, who am I going to be? I don't know who I am. If my husband decides to leave me tomorrow. And it happens to women. I'm not, I'm not in a fake sense of reality. So I could put myself in that situation. If me and my husband get a divorce tomorrow, who will I be? I don't know who I'll be. And that's the honest truth. It's you have to refight. Like you don't know who you're going to be because you've, made yourself that person. She's named her brand KKW.
2: And he took and he took his name and legally changed it to yay. He's not even West anymore. That's why she's like, fuck this instability. She's rebranding
0: KKW, which came out in this profile, which I did not know. It's not gonna be
1: yeah I did know that that she's rebranded. She said it had nothing to do with the divorce. It has 100 percent to do with the divorce. Because she's not a West.
0: I really love how she refused to take Chris Humphrey's name, but she took Kanye's. That was really happy to me. Nobody
1: wants to be a
2: Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Humphrey's. Especially with <laughs> M- the
2: but- next tape. You don't want Hump in your last name. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But Sarah, that was very Chris poignant. Humphrey was a joke. Like that. Yeah, I, I
1: mean, they didn't that. like it. each other.
0: I, I think that was very poignant what you said, Sarah. And it's very true and scary to think about. But I also think it's like kind of, Crazy, because Kim isn't even talking about sh- that. She's talking about
2: her next fashion era. Well, I have to say, like, I I think I said it before on the pod, but like, I feel like every time I go through a, because I'm not into fashion at all. I'm telling you, I only wear Space Trash Podcast merch now. I say every single time I've had a breakup in my life, I've been like, okay, like need a new, like looking for a new creative director, like instead of You're a boyfriend. I feel like I'm but, like, always matching whoever I'm with, and like I I'd become the hottest version for you.
1: Fashion's her brand. That's who she is. It is she now lives and
2: breathes
0: this. So it's it's it always was it it always was Benny Sarah she was a closet
2: organizer fashion's always been her let me say
1: actually I think that closet organizing and being a fashion icon is.
2: I think you're right, but I think that this is the test of of her life, though, actually, because she needs to... This is what confidence is about. Confidence is not about knowing that you got it in the bag. It's about showing up knowing that you don't know and, and, and trusting yourself enough in every moment to figure it out. And so I think this is, like, actually what her whole life has been built for. And I think Kanye was a perfect, like... Pre, really on my own now that I'm a style icon, like, like phase, because he did change the way that she thinks about things and the influence will last. And I think she's going to really, in terms of fashion, really find out, like, and yes, it will be because of Kanye, not only because of Kanye, but I think she picked the right teacher. She had a wonderful Miyagi, but now it's the karate kids, the karate kids time to go and i'm not saying do kimonos but i don't know why that you know karate maybe wasn't the right reference but it's like it's like the te- she learned from the master she 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 got some creative thinking she don't do the action yeah sorry lol okay, okay. I, always do that. I love accents i love accents i love accents but you no know, but it's like it's like she, she she got an education from a true artist and i think she is going to surprise herself in this next iteration of her life when she really finds out that she is like that the, the fear that she had that she wasn't this thing the whole time or that she had this fantasy of becoming or that she was an imposter or it was because of Kanye I think we're going to see a Kim emerge where she's like I am exactly who the fuck I thought I was
0: yeah well I think she's always been who she thought she was and I think that she is she was making fashion moments also before she met him I'm still gonna beat this drum that Kim also is a fashion icon she just would have approached it differently if she had never met him. Her in Paris with the matching Louis Vuitton bag. I the, think that the she palette. was a
1: fashion icon in, in a sense that, like, J-Lo was. In the sense that, like, yeah, they yeah. had yeah. some memorable moments, but she yeah. wouldn't be where she was.
2: Right, and I Perfect. think that when she's talking about the fear, like, I've been with people who are very fashionable, cool, and controlling. I think it's less of a comment on her sincere sense of confidence and, like, what's going to be next – and more about what being in that – like, when she's saying I, – I think it all goes together. Like, when she's saying, I'm choosing myself, what she's also saying is, like, I'd like to pick what I wear. And, like, I'd like to not be so controlled, not only by my team, but I, I think Kanye is is a real – I think he is a real controlling motherfucker. Yeah. And also, I think she has always
0: loved clothing which is separate from the fashion yes. industry. Yes. She's always been a darling of clothing. She's always been in a relationship with yes. clothing and trying to make it say things. Now she has the approval of fashion and that's what's changed. Yes. She's always been a clothes horse and she's always been like into her image and beauty and everything like Absolutely. that. So the only thing that's different is he gave her the, the uh bona fides
1: and i think that that was a big fundamental of the relationship going back to the marriage and who i wouldn't know you know my relationship i'm i'm not kim kardashian you know what i mean so you're the kim kardashian of
0: point pleasant
2: that gray palette is all Kanye.
0: Okay. I think this is a perfect place to wrap. My dog is possessed. You can probably hear but- him. Cruz <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and giving us your incredible insight into life as a Kimye stan and a parent. I mean, you made me give them so much more grace than I would have because I'm a bitch. And you really helped us understand why no child needs to be on TikTok. And for that, we will be forever grateful.
1: Well, thank you for having me. It's my first ever podcast.
0: Okay, Sarah, where can people find you?
1: your Medical Center. Space
2: trash, trash in space. Space trash lifestyles of the rich and urinous. Space trash. Celebrities—they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs>